ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. This is a podcast. The number one cheap rack of Jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Man, Jelly Young. Mm-hmm. Microwave! Reggie Long, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. My name is Nathan Ivey. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick the Marvel Show. Sports show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Radio podcast. 
Times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that, to shine like this. In a matter of time, I spent on some locked up shit in the back of the paddy wagon, cuffs locked on wrist. See my dreams unfold, nightmares come true. It was time to marry the game, and I said, Yeah, I do. If you want it, you gotta see it with a clear eye view. Got shorty, she try and bless me like I said I chew Like a nigga sneeze, nigga please for them trick squeeze I'm getting cream, never let them hoes get in between Or what we started, little nigga but I'm lying hearted They love me when I was stuck and they hate it When I departed, I go and get it regardless Draw it like I'm an artist, no crawling Went straight to walking with foreigns in my garages Or foreign bitches menaging, fucking sucking and swallowing Anything for a dollar, they tell me get him, I got him, got him I did it without an album I did shit with Mariah Lil' nigga, I'm on fire Icy as a hockey ring, Philly nigga, I'm flyer When I bought the Rolls Royce, they thought it was lease Then I bought that new Ferrari, hey, to rest in peace Hey, to rest in peace, rest in peace to the parking lot Phantom so big, can't even fit in the parking spot You ain't talking about my niggas, then what you talking about? Gangsters move in silence, nigga, and I don't talk a lot I don't say a word, I don't say a word was on my grind And now I got what I deserve, fuck nigga Hold up, wait a minute, y'all thought I was finished When I would have asked them all, y'all thought it was rainy Flexing on these niggas, I'm like Papa on the spinach Double M, yeah, that's my T-Rose, hey, the captain, I'm lieutenant I'm the type of can of men casting, grind like I'm broke That Lambo, my new bitch, she don't ride like my ghost I'm riding around my city with my hands strapped on my toes Cause these niggas want me dead, and I gotta make it back home Cause my mama need that bill money, my son needs some milk These niggas try to take my life, they fuck around, get killed You fuck around, you fuck around, you fuck around, get smoked Cause these Philly niggas I bought with me don't fuck around, no joke, no All I know is murder, when it come to me I got young niggas that's rolling, I got niggas throwing bees I done did the DOS, I done did the KODs Every time I'm in that bitch, I get to throwing dirty G's But now I'm hanging out that drop head, I'm riding down no collars They let my nigga earn back home, that young nigga be wildin' We young niggas, we mobbin', like Batman and we're robbin' This two-door Maybach with my seat on reclining I'm like, real nigga, what up? Real nigga, what up? If you ain't about that murder game, then pussy nigga, shut up. If you dip me in your ass, I get your pussy ass stuck up. When you touch down in my hood, know that toy life ain't good. Catch me down in MIA. 
game. And that heat game on wood. With that pull my life on my feet. Like that little engine I could. Boy, I slide down to your block. Black on 12 o'clock. And they be throwing deuces on the same nigga they watch. And I'm the king of my city cause I'm still calling them shots. And these lanes talking that bullshit. The same niggas that flop. I'm the same nigga from first three with them that braids that lock. The same nigga that came up and I had to wait for my spot. And these niggas hating on me. Hoes waiting on me. Still on that hood shit. My Rolls Royce so he they gon' remember me. I say remember me. So much money at your friends turn to your enemies. And when this beef I turn my enemies to memories. With them bricks they go for 40, ain't no ten to key. Hold up, broke nigga turn rich. Blood a game like Mitch. And if I leave you, they ain't dumb pretty hoes gon' still suck my dick. It was something about that Rolly when it first touched my wrist. Had me feeling like that dope boy when he first touched that brick. I'm gone. Fire right there, son. It's that Meek Mill right there, B. What's good? What's good, folks? The Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier here in the house tonight, yep, y'all. Yep. Uh, we got a good show for y'all this week, man. Uh, Tuesday evening. Just a few things, man. Just log on to Spreaker.com and go to our page and click the follow button and get in the chat room. We got an interactive chat room that you can follow us through throughout the show. Um, we interact back with you. It's all good. Um, also when we do these shows live, you'll get email notifications of when we go on live as well. And you want to follow us on social media, just go to the Facebook page, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast is the handle on our Instagram account. We also got the Twitter handle at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And if you want to check out the WordPress blog site, you could do that as well. We, we haven't even been on that joint for like a couple months now, but we, we got that joint as well. Uh, got some folks in the chat room. Uh, DJ Delightful from what WBRP. Up, up? Welcome to the chat room, homie. And uh, Cedric Galloway. What's good, man? What's up? What's up? What's good? What's good, man? So, Philly, man. Yeah, man. Congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles on a on a great win. That was a good. great that was win. A good, that was a good win, man. Yeah. That was a good win, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I did it, man. And, and you know, I've I, never, I've never rooted for a team as hard that yeah. wasn't my team. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it felt like. Man, man. I, I, I said it to you and when they came out, when, when they came out to the meek, Yep. I was like, they're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'll be the first to admit that while the game was going on, I was having my little moments. I didn't know how I was, you know, I was kind of like, oh, this is classic New England Patriots football, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I don't, and, and looking back and thinking back, I don't even know exactly when this game got out of hand. Like, you know what I'm saying? When, when I mean out of hand, like mm-hmm. when it officially became a shootout. Well, I think – out of hand. Well, when when I think about that, I think about the back and forth because there was no defense at all, at all, at all, except for two plays: the strip on Brady and then the tipped interception. That was right. the only two plays on defense. And I don't need the interception. I'll be honest with you; I don't really count because that it, was. Just, I mean, it doesn't. But the guy would just happen to be there. just happened to be there. So it wasn't like a great scheme or nothing no, like that. It, wasn't it was schemed. just a. It was a something that he play. dropped, yeah. It was, something it was a that Alshon dropped, yeah. But those are your two highlights on defense. But I think when you talk about a game kind of getting out of hand is when 
you kind of saw that lead slipping from them. Because once the Eagles started kicking on field goals mm-hmm. and Brady came out and was throwing touchdowns, yeah, you, you kind of knew it's like, okay, Philly, you're going to have to, you know, put some touchdowns on the board. Right. And Nick Foles, he went toe for toe with Brady. Yeah. For the, I mean, yeah. for the most part, he did that. Yeah. And what was the score? 33-32, the Patriots go up, and then it's like, all right, they, they, they got to do their thing here. They go down the field, 75 yards. They scored a touchdown on what it seemed like the whole night. It just seemed like the announcers was just off about whether it was a touchdown, whether mm-hmm. it was a catch. And I'm, I'm just because like. nobody knows. There's nobody. Yeah. Because nobody knows. And, and, I, and I can't wait for this rule to get changed, though, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff like, you know, the replay. Like, it took so long to really call it whether it is or not. It's the biggest game of the year. Yeah. And you can't turn over something like that. Now, the Clement touchdown was, I think, a little more questionable mm-hmm. than the, what mm-hmm. was that, Zach Ertz Zach diving Ertz. in the end zone. I think that was a little more questionable. But, like I said, you, you can't do this in the in the biggest it game can't. of the year. You yeah. can't turn the, you know, turn the play over like that. So, Man, um, most yards ever in a game, total yards between both teams. 11.56, I think. Yeah. The record prior was 11.33, and it was funny because, and shout out to the homie Melvin, because me and him and Joella, we were over your crib watching the game, and Melvin was like, yo, what's the record? And then I started looking Mm -hmm. up stuff, and sure enough, 1,133 yards, was the game, I think it was like 1950-something. I, I can't remember yeah. exactly what the game was. But this is like ever, though. Like regular season ever. playoffs. Yeah. Regular uh, season playoffs, Super Bowl, ever. Man. Ever, man. Hey. Um, I, I guess I guess, um, I guess, guess we should start from the beginning of the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, like I said, first and foremost, they came out to Meek Mill. I, I feel like that, that should be highlighted. That was fire. I feel that, like that, 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 that was <laughs> I feel like it should, that should be highlighted, and um, you know, uh, the uh, Patriots win the toss. I, I feel like I don't know why I feel like that 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 detail missed that they won the um, you know won the toss and decided right. to defer, which they always which do. they always do, yep. right? Which they always do. Yep. Um, side note, all, all for sports. Um, and me and you talked about this watching the game, man. It felt like a lot of emphasis this year or this Super Bowl, this year on the Super Bowl. A lot of emphasis is on highlighting military and yes. Um, yes. It felt it felt like it was being shoved in our face. Yeah. And no disrespect to the military, certainly not. But I felt like it wasn't genuine. Yeah, I to felt bring like it was like they were bringing, they were trying to make a point, right? But you know, based on the year we were having with all the social injustice, that really had nothing to do with the military. Nope. But and the ratings were still down from yeah, last year's Super Bowl, seven percent. Even though this was a good game, mm-hmm. and it let's be clear, game. this was a good game. I Definitely. mean, Definitely. yeah, we would like to see a little bit more defense, but I mean, we were here, we were entertained. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, no question. thoroughly entertained. No Not question like about just, it. Oh, you know, another game. We were thoroughly entertained by this game. No question about so, it. So, um, I mean, you know, to those who didn't watch. You know, in the in the midst of your boycott or whatever it is, I'll just tell you, you missed a good game, man. You missed a, you missed great a good game. freaking game, man. You missed a great game. You missed a game. good game. Um, somebody mentioned it uh, that the 
about the Patriots, um, how they kick do their kickoffs. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that more than ever, I guess maybe because somebody said it to me before the game or I heard it somewhere before the game, how um, they intentionally uh, kick, like they kick to get, make it to the one oh, to in front of between it. Between the five and the yeah, one or something right. like that, the, yeah. They encourage uh, kick returners to bring it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the goal is to tack, tackle them before the 25, before, or their goal is to tackle them at the 15. Mm-hmm. Anything past the 15 is a loss. Anything, obviously, under that is a win. Something which I don't understand why other teams other don't teams do Other teams don't that. do, yeah. And the, um, it, um, it was said to me that they really believe that their strongest suit is the um the spe- their special teams. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because the special teams didn't play a great game. Well, there wasn't enough of a sample size for well, them to really see the if they played a the great field game or goal not. And an extra point. That That's special teams. Yes. Those were some um, turning points. Um coverage was okay, but I I mean I, I can't say it was great. One punt in this game. Yeah. Throughout the entire yeah. game. Only, yeah. only one punt. A missed field goal, an extra missed point by mm-hmm. both teams. By both right? teams, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had it. You had, you had your entertainment. I yeah. mean, I love the rule, the you know, to kick the extra point from the thirty, 30 something yeah. yard line. That, I, I love it, that. It has made. It has definitely made a difference. It's definitely made games more interesting, more dramatic. Yeah, more dramatic. Um, so the Eagles get the ball and go on an amazing first drive. The obviously the only thing. That um, that was an issue is that they didn't come away with a touchdown, and right. we obviously right away <laughs> went to the whole you know uh, you can't you know can't put up field can't goals. put up field goals you Gotta can't put, put up field goals up. and um, I mean they well the Patriots put another they put up another drive and put up a field goal if I'm not mistaken yes they did okay they put up right. a field goal and then the Eagles scored the touchdown mm-hmm. and then getting closer towards the end of the half well no but before the end of the half and let's mention so, that they did that they missed that extra point the yes Eagles they did, did. they yeah. missed the extra point so the trick play the Patriots ran which mm-hmm. I've seen them do against the Eagles a couple of years ago in a regular season game Brady. As slow as he is, should have caught that ball. Well, in, in my eyes, he, yeah, he yeah, should have caught that ball. That I hit mean, him in he, his hands. He should have caught it. He should have. I mean, it was a little overthrown, but you know, in these types of games, you should have caught it. What I think my argument was should have dove that, for it. Yeah, you, you got to lay out. I don't care. <laughs> should have dove for it. I don't care if you're the quarterback yeah. or not. No, but my my argument was that even if he had caught it, mm-hmm. he too slow. He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have made the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I, I kept clamoring. I'm like, yo, he gonna go to the house with yeah, it. Yeah, he's. It's no way he would have made. And the there end was a zone. play later in the game where he was just trotting like he was just a slow horse. Yeah, he's slow. And he's slow. God bless him, but he's yeah. slow. Yeah, you're he's right slow. About that. Yeah, so, he so definitely after made it. that. So the Eagles get the ball, two-minute warning. They go down the field. It's fourth down, and they run their own trick play Mm. where Foles lines up in the tight end position. They snap to the running back, pitches it back to the tight end, and then Foles is just free, Wide wide open, and... I was just begging for Foles to run past the Patriots sideline like, yo, that's how you catch how you, a yeah. football, Brady. This is a good game, man. I, look. <laughs> a great game. Great this is game. a good freaking game, man. I, nothing nothing warms my heart more than seeing uh, Tyrese face on Tom Brady 
Not even the, the crying face. Somebody put Tyrese on Tom Brady. I saw that. Fire. I'm trying to think Fire. of what the other the, was. The, um, the, him oh, dropping the, the trophy. The trophy. That mm-hmm. was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jordan faces on him and Belichick. I saw that one too, but that the, wasn't exciting. The Jordan the... crying face on, on X-Squad affiliate Grego. Oh, yes. Yes. Shout out to the homie Grego. It's by far my favorite one, man. You know what, man? I got to give it up to Grego because, and and let me say what up to the X-Squad in the chat room. I see the homie Sluggo in here. What's up? What's up? He said they slayed the giant. No doubt. No doubt about it. And the lovely Thorny Switch. I hate that avatar, but Thorny Switch. I can't see it from here. I know she be in, she be on her, what she be on. Thorny Switch, the great Thorny Switch. Appreciate you in the chat room. So, um, what, what was that? I lost my train of thought. What's I don't know about? what you were saying, bro. Ah, oh, damn. I, I, I literally <laughs> nah. just... Oh, Grego. Grego. I, I gotta give it up to him because he's probably the most class Patriot fan, like, that I know. Mm. Like, ever. Yeah. Maybe aside from my aunt and uncle's friends in Boston, but Grego, that dude, he he took it with, you know, grace, and he was like, eh, no big deal. Ain't nobody trying to that. No, ain't nobody trying to that. Y'all, you lost. But I had, I had some cats hitting me up on Facebook, like, like this, this, um, old coworker of mine just popped up out of nowhere, like, like, you never comment on my stuff, all of a sudden, you commenting on my stuff now, so, so I was complaining about the refs because the Patriots had one penalty and the Eagles at that point in the game had four penalties. Mm-hmm. And it started to look like this was going to be that, New England-Jacksonville yeah, again. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, the refs is at work. And then he gets on and he's like, yo, like, you, you didn't see that illegal formation? And I'm like, wait a minute. Foles lined up at the tight end spot like we talked yeah. about. And so we, he sent me the picture. Yeah. And sure enough. Because that's the first thing I was like, well, show me. Sure enough. Yeah. If, you know, the guy was offside, then, yeah. hey, I, you're right. I, I got to give it to him. But guess but so what? what? Yeah, you're damn. Yeah. So what? Yeah, yeah, who cares? The Patriots benefited from so many calls, not just this year. Yeah. But for their entire era of Brady and Belichick football. Yep. Now... It's going against them. Yep. And for one, I'm I, not crying over nope. it. Nope. And I'm sure it's happened before, but for it to happen on this stage and that, and nobody even talk about it, mention it, I ain't heard nobody mention this illegal formation. Like, in media. Right. I've heard nobody cover it. Cool. A thorny switch. Can you, uh, yes, I would love, I would love for you to change your There's avatar. No way she's going to change that. Look. Can can I can we see a picture of you for change? That's that that that's there my only go. request. That's my there only request. There you go. That's you a know. good. That's a, that's a reasonable request. Yeah, just a picture of her because I see her on IG mm-hmm. a lot, and she's she's got her dog. She's got she's on a trip someplace, or her hair. Living her life. Living a life. Living living her best life. Absolutely. We want to we want to see your face Shout out on to this you. avatar. That that's my only request. That's my only request. You know, and so so you got the trick play. Yeah, and then you get into the second half, and Brady went to work. Mm-hmm. Gronk went to work. Gronk went to work, and that, yep. you know, 
It's funny because um, I can remember in the first half where they was talking about how Malcolm Jenkins was uh, playing the playing the running backs mm-hmm. more than uh, than the tight ends, and they were talking about, oh, this is apparently this is such a great plan because Gronk yep. is not doing nothing and whatever, whatever. Right, and um. <laughs> It was like it's almost like Belichick heard him or Brady heard him. Like, oh yeah, y'all think that? Yeah, yeah, right. This corner or whoever, <laughs> Jada. I think I think it was a lot of Jada Mills on him. Mm-hmm. Y'all think this dude could stop Gronk right. and Brady? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna show y'all what's up. And and I mean, straight out, straight off the, uh, you know, off the second from the first drive in the second half, man, just straight down the field, man, mm-hmm. straight down it's the crazy. field, doing doing what he got to do, man, and. Um, three straight drives, I think. Yeah, going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, three straight drives, touchdowns, and I think the moment they took the lead, the one point lead, I was like, "Up, oh, well, yeah, it was nice while it lasted." Yeah, man, I was still holding on to hope, man. I, I was still holding on to hope. And then but Nick one Foles, thing I knew, Nick Foles was going to have to be the one to do it. Yep, and he did it. Yeah, got to give a man credit, Super Bowl MVP, and all that, man. Deserving. I, I got a text message. For some, you know, I hate getting text messages, stupid text messages. Somebody text messaged me um, almost immediately after the game and asked me, why does Foles deserve the MVP? What was the alternative? I was going to ask you that. I mean, I, I know obviously you weren't the person that said it. Right. But it was like, how could anybody else? They didn't even give an alternative to? I didn't. I'd be honest with you. I didn't even dignify it with a response. They asked me, and I just responded, four touchdowns. See, here's the problem. Like, it's Paul Kyle's status. Like, how does he not win the MVP? You had almost 600 yards of offense for each team. Yeah. Foles accounted for well over 50% of them yards mm-hmm. throwing the football. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt, he had a good game, yeah. 90 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. But because the stats and the yardage were so inflated, you can't make a case for LeGarrette Blunt. Nah. I mean, Austin I mean, Jeffrey maybe, had a good game. Maybe the uh, the guy who got the fumble, who got the strip on Brady late. But that was one play. Like yeah. I would, no, I, I, and, I, I, and I would also have to see what his tackles were, yeah, too. Yeah, well, let's be clear. I'm not. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Who could have possibly? I mean, I think Alshon Jeffrey would have been the second person. I mean, Jake Elliott made it set a record for. Um, yeah, and see, here's the problem. Foles spread that ball out pretty good. Yeah, Ertz caught a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey caught a touchdown. Clement, Clement caught a touchdown. Legarrette Blunt Blunt ran in the touchdown. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not like one guy on the receiving core. Dominated in yeah. terms of yardage. I mean, even and Aguilar scores. had like eighty-four yards. Right. Yeah. So that that's the issue. I mean, hands down, it was Foles. Yeah. And forget the defense on both sides. On Nobody both sides. on defense yeah. was getting that MVP. Yeah. There, there was just no way right. we were gonna do that when the score is forty-one to thirty-three. Uh, a shout out to um, I was getting ready to say Kevin Hart, but I, I see <laughs> Big Kev. 303 from uh, from Denver in the chat room. What man. up? Appreciate you joining the show. Kevin Hart, man. Kevin Hart is a legend, bro. He is one happy nigga right now. He's yo. a legend, man. You, you you checked out the clip yeah. on NFL Network? Yeah, I um, actually posted it on IG uh, yes, yesterday. Yes. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, <laughs> Classic. So, for, uh, you know, if you were living under a rock since Sunday, mm-hmm. um. And it's funny because I was telling uh, 
I was telling somebody at work this morning, we was uh, we barely even noticed it was Kevin Hart when Daryl Green was bringing the trophy over yes. to the whatever. Yes. And apparently at that very moment was the moment when Kevin Hart was arguing with the security guard yep. and the security guard, you know, started to push him away. Mm-hmm. Like at that very moment. And they like, we didn't even realize it was happening. It was, feel, it was jolly like happening on live TV. It was. I feel like if that security guard was a real one, he would have left Kevin Hart through that. Nah, that security guard did a, I mean, he did his job. Sure, he did his job. But, I mean, if they're going to let Drake in the Miami Heat locker room match right, the nah, title. That's, nah, come on, that's you, nice. you got to let Kevin Hart, nah, you, who's a on Philly the trof- native. On the trophy stand, though, it's one thing if you said, oh, Kevin Hart could be in the locker room. Kevin Hart might have been in the locker room. Okay, I mean, Kevin that's Hart. a fact. Yeah, yeah but the, the trophy, when you presenting Nick Foles with the MVP, you telling me that Kevin Hart is a dude that need to be up on the stand? Nah. Listen, listen. I, he's a Philly native. He's been waiting all his life. You hear me? All his life. So is Will Smith and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they've been waiting all their lives. Yeah. Beanie Siegel been waiting yeah. all his life. Emilio Sparks, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like, you know, <laughs> they've been waiting. Oskino been you know waiting I mean? all his life. Petey Petey been waiting his whole life. Exactly. These cats Black are, thought. These cats Quest love. Yes. Like, you know, the, so. These cats have been jilly from the block. Jilly from Philly. She's been waiting for this all her life. You better yeah. let these nah, celebrities no from Philly up there, man. Yeah, we can't have the chaos. You do, y'all can have that chaos in your city. We can't have this speaking chaos which, in the field. Speaking of which, so here's the laundry list of stuff I saw on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I saw people on top of a Ritz-Carlton yep, awning I saw that. Mm-hmm. collapse. Collapse, yep, I saw that. I saw people doing pull-ups on the traffic light pole. I seen a guy almost flip over the um, over the traffic light thing uh. up high over the street. You did see the dude doing the backflips on the hotel awnings too, though, right? Um, the backflip before or the guy fell. that fell back. Oh, no, no, no. The same. Yeah, before he jumped off. No, it was a dude that jumped off. Yes. So he was doing backflips and then he jumped off the joint. That was kind of lit. I ain't gonna fake. That oh, was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of lit. And then um, I what else did I see? It. I saw. I saw a naked lady with an eagle mask. I didn't see that. I saw it was a naked lady with an eagle mask on and some UGG boots. Mm, didn't see that. Just running running through the streets. Glad I didn't see that. It was, she was a white woman. And it was a black woman, naked, running through the streets also. Mm. She looked like a crackhead, though. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure hey, man, if she everybody, was or not. I also saw the police... Dude was supposed to be trying to keep order. <laughs> yep. Celebrating with fans. Giving high fives yeah. and all that. Oh, and I seen niggas eating horse poop. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm like, for real? But you know what's funny? Uh-huh. Apparently, um, damn it. It was another... Somebody else won a, a championship. Like, um, damn it. I should have I should have wrote it down. Somebody won a champion. It's like a championship somewhere else in, another, in, a, in another city. Uh-huh. Like... Apparently, this ain't the first time that somebody ate horse poop, mm. like, after a championship. Like, I don't know. I don't want to call it a thing. Like, that's what people do. Right. But apparently, it's happening. Like, people be eating horse shit. <laughs> that's a disgrace, When man. you win championships, apparently. That's just terrible. It's disgusting. Now, we, got the, we got the resident Eagle fan in the chat room, Monica Coates. What's up? What's up? What is up? Hashtag fly, Eagles fly. Hey Monica, I I gotta apologize to you because we I 
I, I'm not going to speak for Maestro, but I, I doubted your Eagles once the quarterback went down. And it's funny because the Falcon game, the playoff game, we mm-hmm. was like, no way. No way, yeah. Minnesota, no way. And even to a certain extent against the Patriots, no way. Um, <laughs> I, I, gotta I mean, yeah, I ain't going to say no way with the Patriots. I was, I was just heavily rooting. It was my heart. Yeah, I was, was heavily so rooting for the Eagles. So I mean, I meant to I meant to take uh, Juella's video and like chop it so I could put it on IG. Uh huh. Um. So I'm we can get my um my little reaction because I was happy, man. Yeah. <laughs> we immediately played. We immediately cut dreams and nightmares on. Yes. Had that little moment. Yes, we did. Mon- Monica, I've never rooted any harder for a team that's not my team. I'm so happy you took the Patriots down. I'm so happy that Tom Brady is some garbage. And the cliff Not might really. be coming. I hope the cliff is coming. So let's let's get to Nick Foles. Um what happens with Nick Foles? Um he stays in your in your in your Well, I was wrong about him being a free agent. Yeah. He's we got wrong. one year left yep. on the deal. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm Philly, I'm not moving the guy. Wow. I'm not moving the guy because Carson Wentz, while he had an MVP season, he's got an ACL injury he's recovering from, and who knows when he comes back how much 100% he's going to be. He might miss week one for all we know. So if the Browns offered you two first-rounders, And you know something, you're right because yeah. that's some brown yeah. ish right there, yeah. yo. The Browns because they and they, they got picks to burn. They got picks. They got cap space. Yeah. They they got all that. Listen, it, so you it telling me it wouldn't surprise you me. would turn that down if you was the Eagles? No, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah, you you say two first round picks, like one for, or one? Year, no, I said I said two. Okay. Which, two two first round picks, you take it. Yeah, I mean, now obviously they wouldn't. Or at least let me say, no I would sane, hope, no sane, no sane franchise is gonna give offered. up a first round for Nick Foles. Yeah, um, somebody else that could be stupid enough to do it would be the Jets mm. because they got cap space. Yeah, and this would be the type of move that the Jets would make. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do it if I was them because Kirk Cousins is out there. It's so much comp like you. I mean, and you know, it's so much that they're gonna be getting thrown mm-hmm. for Nick for Nick Foles right now. Right. Yeah. If I'm the Eagles, I would listen to offers, but if it don't involve a first round pick, I'm not budging. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Foles. Let my young future starting quarterback recover from injury. If he misses week one, then at least we got foals. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't miss week one, then I got some insurance. Because, <laughs> yeah. look, Carson Wentz loves to run with the football. Yeah. And he got hurt running the football. football. Yeah. And who knows to say it if that could happen again. I hope it doesn't happen again for his sake and for Eagle fans' sake. Mm. But the reality is this. If you got one year left on Foles' contract and he just won you the Super Bowl, the dude, look, the dude's a legend now. Whatever you want to say about Foles, he is a legend in Philly uh, right now. A legend? He's he's a legend, bro. You think he's going to get a sandwich made after him in shops and shit now for this, for this playoff run? Dude, he's going to have free meals at the dinner table wherever he go. Whether he yeah. go to Geno's, whether true. he go to Delisandro's. Yeah. 
he gonna get free cheesesteaks. He's gonna get yeah. free meals. That's true. Everywhere he go in Philly. He's definitely good in Philly. Because look, think of all the quarterbacks that have been on the Eagles in the history. Ron Jaworski, mm-hmm. McNabb, Vic for that one mm-hmm. year. Cunningham. Cunningham. I mean, <laughs> all those guys you can argue were better than Foles. <laughs> In a sense. Yeah, but we got to give credit, and I, we've yet to do it. We got to give a lot of credit to Doug Peterson, too. Doug Peterson, um, he definitely and Frank And Frank Wright. Yep. We got to give a lot of credit to Play that. Play calling was aggressive. Yeah, yeah. The decisions to go on fourth down. Yeah, the was, play calls on fourth down. Yes, yes. Um. Yeah, we got to give him a lot of credit, man. We got to give them a lot of credit. Jim Schwartz, not so much, but we got to give the offensive staff a lot of credit for what they did. And I think um, a lot of that, a lot of Nick Foles' success, not to say he didn't do nothing, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to take away from Nick Foles. He deserves the MVP. Mm -hmm. But that game plan, that game plan? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um Nick, uh, Big Kev 303 says it's fitting that the Patriots lose on the same type of play that gave them home field throughout the playoffs. Is referring to the Jesse James yeah, right. touchdown that wasn't a touchdown. Yep. And there was so much, you know, going on with that Zacherts touchdown. But I think like we talked about while it happened, he hit the ground, the ball touched the ground, but he still had hands on it. And then when he rolled over, the ball got loose, mm-hmm. and then it bounced back in his hands. But, see, I don't even know if they're counting the whole bounce back in his hands. I, nobody's mentioning that it bounced back. At least nobody that I've listened to is mentioning that it bounced back in his hands. Nobody so mentioned maybe, it. Yeah, so maybe I, um, the the main the main difference in the rulings, because mm-hmm. to this day I still think it's the same as that play, but in the, the difference in the rulings is that they didn't count Jesse James as a runner, and they counted Zach Ertz as a runner. Yep. Um, I disagree with that ruling, but, you know, that's what the ruling is. And that's, that's what, what the, the rule is. And that's what the difference is. And they better change that damn rule, too. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I heard. I remember hearing Roger Goodell saying that they're going to really take a, a good look at, you know, the, better defining a catch this year. Yeah, they, they have and, to, And man. it even seems like since the Jesse James and the um, Kelvin Benjamin right. that they've kind of tried to go go a little easier on overturning stuff like that. So, um, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, so on the Patriots side, um, seems like headline-wise, mm-hmm. seems like the, the mystery. It seems like they're falling apart from within. If you just read headlines from like Bleach Report and NFL.com and right. you know Stephen A on there talking reckless, like if you if you did if you just read headlines about all that and Instagram clips, man, you think that the um the Patriots are falling apart. Mm-hmm. And then my phone just I just saw on my phone that Josh McDaniels is not going to uh take the job in Indianapolis. What? Yeah, he turned it down. That's just breaking news right there? Yeah, he turned it down. Oh, wow. So um, He pulled the Belichick with the Jets yeah, years ago. Yeah, he turned it down. Oh, snap. And and Matt Patricia was announced as the Detroit yes, head coach. Yes. How much do you think that's on the mystery of Andrew Luck and the fact that the Indianapolis Colts as a franchise, as a team, they don't have their, I guess, offensive line issues sorted out? 
Um, because I, I was listening on the way here, mm-hmm. and I remember when he took the Denver job. I remember Cutler was the quarterback at the time, and when he got the job, he was talking about changing the quarter who the quarterback was, yeah. and they ended up trading Cutler to Chicago. Chicago never, yeah. never even played for McDaniel's. Yeah, at that point, I think Kyle Orton yeah. ended up being the quarterback. Yeah, think about this: Jacoby Brissett is on the Colts right now who played in the system with New England with McDaniels yeah. earlier in the year before they traded him to Indy. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and I'm just playing conspiracy theorists sure. here, do you think there's a chance that he says, I like Brissett, I like that he knows the system, I don't know about Andrew Luck, get him up out of there, like trade him somewhere else. Do you, th- do you think there's a possibility mm. that he could do this again? I don't know. I don't know. After what, almost what, ten you, years ago? I tell you what I what I think about or what may what I think may have happened. Um I think Belichick had a sit down with him. Sounds <laughs> You know about what I'm saying? Right. Like bruh, yep. bruh. It's falling apart at the seams, man. <laughs> yeah, we need you, man. We need you. We yeah. don't need Matt Patricia. I call the defense anyway. Right. On offense, we need you. You go into the Colts. Bruh, you ain't about to be no successful coach with the Colts right now. It's nothing that, like, you're going to have a losing season next year. You have a losing season. And then you might have a losing season that next year, and they're going to fire you. Jacksonville and, got a better defense. Yeah. Um, the Titans won a playoff game, Yeah, even, even though, though they're kind of shaky. Well, the Chiefs were too, but and, I guess. <laughs> and um, who's the other team? Oh, the Texans got Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Like, the Colts maybe, might be the might worst be, yeah. team in the division might, next year. He might got a little shook. Mm-hmm. He might he might have got a little shook and was like, you know what, it's good over here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, we still got Tom Brady. You know, for all intents and purposes. Um, you know, maybe he just got shook. Maybe. I, well, how you feel about uh, Gronk saying that's another story that he might he don't know if he's gonna play next year. Um, if he does retire, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't but, surprise you, really? No, I said it wouldn't surprise me. Right, I'm saying it wouldn't surprise you that he were, if he retired? It wouldn't surprise me. But if you're asking me what does he do, he stays playing, if he asks me. Yeah. I, because, look, you, you just lost the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got time to really process all that. I mean, at this point, you're like trying you to said, go he to the just being emotional, basically. Being emotional. I mean, Gronk is trying to go to the club. He's trying to go to the party after losing a Super Bowl. You, you think know? he trying to go to a party? He did that after they lost to the Giants uh-huh. in, in eleven. All right, dude was dude was on camera partying it up, man. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he, I, I wouldn't necessarily. Gronk seemed like the type of guy that gets over stuff like this very easily mm. to me. So I think, and and don't forget, he had the concussion too in the Jacksonville yeah, game. Jacksonville game. Mm-hmm. So maybe that had something to do with him, maybe thinking those thoughts. But I'm not gonna sit here and say mm-hmm. yeah, that this is it for him. Yeah, I don't think so. But if he did come out and say, "Hey, I'm done," you know, the concussion thing is taking place, and you know, and may and. If he does, if he does, though, that might tell more of a story of what's going on with the Patriots. If he retires, if, he's, if he retires, Big L, what up? And uh, BS3, Ben, what up? Um, if he retires, he's like number three in touchdowns as a tight end, number four maybe. Is he the best tight end ever? Uh, No. 
No. No, he's not the best tight end ever. Is he the most dominant tight end ever? I would say dominant because of size. Yeah. Tough to bring down. Like, when you when you say dominant, like, I think of somebody like Shaq. Shaq was dominant because yeah. of his size. Not necessarily the best, but dominant. Not the best, but dominant okay. because he was unstoppable. Gronk is unstoppable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think he's the best, you know, tight end in the history of the NFL. I mean, with respect to... Guys like Kellen Winslow Sr., um, Antonio Gonzalez. Gates, Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp. With, you know, with respect to those guys, I wouldn't put Gronk up there quite just yet. Um, a few more years, he plays a few more years healthy. Yeah. I would put him first ballot Hall of Fame. I would definitely do that. So right now, Rob Gronkowski, is not a, if he retires, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer? Um. I think it's. I don't think he's first ballot. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he's first ballot. Mm. If he goes now, if he goes now, I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You think so? He's, from the time he's been in the league mm-hmm. to now, the only tight end that's been remotely in his lane is what Jimmy Graham. Um, after after Gronk, Jimmy Graham in terms of I mean production no, or in no terms no I'm of, just talking so. Who has been better at any point of Rob Gronkowski's career? The only tight end that's been better, maybe, and I'm only saying maybe, is Jim Graham, Jimmy Graham when he was with the Saints healthy. Jimmy Graham um, was good. Um, I'm not saying he's better than Rob Gronkowski. I'm just saying right. he was the only person that was really that really had a chance to be Saints, better than him. Jimmy Graham, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Seahawks, Jimmy Graham, he not is so the much. Be- he was in his time, it was, was this maybe seven? Well, about seven, eight years. Yeah. For about the last seven, eight years. He's been the best tight end for about at least six of those years. You get Gronk, Jimmy Graham. Um, Travis Kelsey. I mean, Jordan Reed could have been if he was healthy. And Kelsey's still, I think, entering his prime in a sense. Yeah, right. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I'll bring up, um, if it wasn't for the injuries, um, Dennis Pitta was a pretty good tight end. Yeah, I'm not putting him in. He wasn't, he wasn't dominant, but I'm not putting him in this conversation at all in comparison to Rod Gronkowski. Why? Well, like, well, like I said, he's not, he wasn't a dominant tight end, but the guy was, when he was healthy, he he was good. Yeah, but he wasn't nowhere in the stratosphere of Rod Gronkowski. Well, in terms of physicality, I would agree with you there. In terms of catching anything, he was not in really. Terms. In terms of catching anything, Dennis Pitta was a good tight end. No, then you have to watch more Dennis Pitta highlights. So you're he's, saying he's, caught, he's made some catches? Well, you're talking about in the terms of <laughs> the best tight end in the, in the game from the time and 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 I'm, and again, I'm just throwing names out there. Okay, I'm just, well, I'm just thinking throw that about, name in the sea, and I'm not, and you got to be Jack Cousteau to bring that motherfucker back. No, I, I, I Dennis so. Pitta. But like I said, Dennis Pitta if, doesn't even compare to Jimmy Graham in the Saints days. But, but but like but like I said, I think when he was healthy, he was good. But he's not dominant in terms of what Gronk is because Gronk's got size. Dennis Pitta is more of a his body type was more of a receiver. But the guy caught he caught everything. He right. he, he caught everything. Oh, I, I think I think that's I think that's as best as I can describe Dennis Pitta. Yeah, he caught he, he caught everything. He's not big. He he's not physical. He don't, tra- he don't change games though. The way the Gronk changes games, bro. I'm not saying okay. I'm not okay. saying no, he's not okay. a good tight end. Again, I'm not saying he's a bad tight end. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about the best in the game, 
game-changing tight ends is Rob Gronkowski, is Jimmy Graham with the Saints, um, Antonio Gates, but he was on, you know, obviously he on the tail end of his career. He was on the tail end. But he was still changing games. Uh, um, Gonzalez was a game changer in the tail end of his, but not, but none of the, like I said, none of those guys. So what, so when you say game changer, what? You didn't look at Dennis Pitta the way you looked at Tony Gonzalez at the tail end of his career. I think, and, and I think the reason for that was because you had to figure out, okay, I got these corners and I got these guys that are playing the slot that are like a buck 50 soaking wet with boots on. And I can't cover this guy who's 240, 250. Well, I'm not saying why that's the case. I'm just and saying used to, that that's and the used case. to play ball. Well, I'm not saying so, that. My point is, is that they're game changers. Tony it, Gonzalez, guys like Tony Gonzalez and Rob Gronkowski, guys that are like 240, 260 are game changers because of their size. But that don't change the fact that they're game changers. If if, you, if 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 the argument is that Dennis Pitta is not in this conversation because he's too small, then fine. But the point is, is that he's not in this conversation. But Dennis Pitta changed the game because he caught everything. The dude had hands. The, dude, not, the dude's hands was good. You, you gotta, people I mean, respected Dennis Pitta. People feared Tony Gonzalez. That's fair. Yeah, you know that's yeah, fair. Yeah. No, no, no. That that yeah. that's fair. That's fair. But um, I think, but Ertz, I would have Monica stop. But I but Ertz, I but Zach I said, I'm not saying Zach Ertz ain't good, Monica. But come on, Zach Ertz is good. But come on, Zach Ertz is. Come on. I think he's another guy that not physical, but he catches everything. All right. He, so the last the last point. Yeah, and we um, gotta get a break in. Malcolm Butler. <laughs> yeah, that's the mystery to me, man. Um, that's the one. Million dollar question. Is, Malcolm Butler played one Butler? special team snap in this entire game, and Bill Belichick says that uh, it was. First, he said it was a scheme thing. Second, he said it was a practice thing, and then news later on came out that he was smoking weed. Yeah, the Brandon Browner came on Twitter. It was like, it. yeah, this is what he was doing. I'm like, Brandon. I'm like, wait a minute, Brandon Browner. Like you, you used to play with the Patriots a couple years ago. Like, well, I need to hear from you right he now. Sm- apparently, the stories now stories about how he's sm- he's smoking weed and he, uh, you know, doing you know conduct detrimental to the team. He involved in all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, when uh, everybody is mad and concerned about why uh, he's not playing, then to add injury to insult, you know. You remember when Chris, when the national anthem was happening, uh-huh. and we saw Malcolm Butler, you know, tearing up at the and, and, yeah. and Chris Collinsworth was talking about, oh, you know, maybe he, you know, it's getting to him because of the, you know, the, right. you know, whatever emotions he might be having towards the national anthem. Right. The rumor has it is that they told him right before the game, yes, that he's not playing. That he's not playing. Yeah. Yep. What? Don't you think that had an effect on the team? I know that it had an effect on the team. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say, um, you know, that had something to do that 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 was an integral part in yeah. them losing, right? But uh, Rowe, Eugene Rowe, what up, Rough Buff? I ain't even never heard of this dude before. Yeah, Eugene Rowe. He didn't even know he was starting until right before the game. Yeah, dude was unprepared. 
No matter how much, yeah. no matter how many times you practice throughout the week, the dude was unprepared yeah. because the dude couldn't cover nobody, and the dude didn't think he was playing. It's different if you if you tell if you told him Wednesday, hey, you, you playing, you starting, right? So that falls yeah. that falls at the feet of Belichick. Then Chief Rocker, what up? When you look at this entire game from a defensive standpoint, this has to fall at the feet of Belichick. Yeah, but uh, absolutely, what are you doing? And now, let's be clear. What up, I'm Chief? glad this is the time he decided to, you know. To say something. To be, right? No, to be arrogant enough mm-hmm. to take out your uh, best corner. Oh, I'm sorry, because Gilmore, uh, Gilmore is better than him. But right. to take out your corner who has been playing 98% of the snaps all year mm-hmm. and just decide you don't want to play him no more. Like, who the, the audacity of you? Belichick's model, man. Who the hell are you? That is Belichick's it's motto. Crazy. It's crazy. That's that's crazy to me. And, and and like you said, it definitely caused a a major rift mm-hmm. between the teams. It definitely caused like when you used to one guy being there, right? Then that's what you used and to. And you expect them, like even at the point where they're coming out of the tunnel onto the field. Yeah. In your mind, you expect to see Malcolm Butler, if you're the opposite corner, yeah. you expect to see Malcolm Butler opposite side of you. Chief Rocker Gilmore is better than Malcolm Butler. Come on, man. But Gilmore it, uh, had a rough start to the season. Sure, he's a better cornerback. I'm, I'm sorry, he's a he, better cornerback. He, he had a rough start to the season. So but you need Malcolm Butler and in this then, game. And, and then, and what better an audition as Malcolm Butler goes to free agency mm-hmm. than to play in the Super Bowl? Crazy. I'm gonna tell you something good. Pittsburgh. He going, he, he going to the Jets. Pittsburgh. You hear me? Y'all better find a way to get Malcolm Butler. You better find a way. You think, you think the, it'd be good for that system? If you get him early, we'll figure it out. <laughs> he a free. Oh, he about okay. to be a free agent. Okay. No, I, I know. Yeah. But I, that's why I you said, better figure it out. That's why I said I, I think yeah. he's going to the Jets. I, I, you I've better heard, figure it out. I've heard some rumblings. I've heard rumblings about the Steelers. That's why. That's that. That's the only reason I knew about the story because right. I got heard right. rumblings about the Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I better get them. The Jets. I, the Jets are gonna go hard for him. And the Jets got the cap space. The Jets definitely have the cap space. They got the cap space. Um, Monica says, "Nah, he need to get on the winning team. He need to go to to the Eagles." All right, look. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and, and do you, cause. Uh, but that, you know. I think that's an interesting debate. If Malcolm Butler ends up on the Eagles, is he the third corner, or does he take one of the two spots? Because who's who's Malcolm yeah. Butler and Darby? Yeah. He's Come the on, third. Bro. He's the third corner, right? Yeah, Malcolm Butler. Third, yeah, he's the third corner easily. Okay, no, yeah. I yeah. I'm, yeah. I agree. And shout out to Ronald Darby. Who uh who is from Oxon Hill went to Potomac High School. I didn't know that until after the game. Oh okay. Um went to Potomac High School. Got burnt a, a couple times by Gronk. Hey, but, I, don't, I don't care about you know. that. He won the Super Bowl <laughs> from Oxon Hill, Maryland. Went to um went to Potomac High School. I went to high, Potomac High School for like a year. Right, right. Um, so yeah, shouts out to them. Hey, Chief Rocker, with all these roses you doing, <laughs> you better cut these roses out, bruh. Yeah, Chief, like, nah. Chief Rocker being he a stay, yeah, he, he, stayed, he, he being yeah. a he being a gentleman though. He stayed nine. He being a gentleman because uh, you, you be a gentleman because the Giants, a Giant fan, congratulating the Eagle fan, that that takes some guts, man. That that, that takes a whole lot of guts, man. Facts. Hey, folks, um, we we're gonna break away here and uh, come back. Um, we got uh, a bunch of stuff to get into. We got. 
Um, we got some NBA talk. We got to talk about this Hall of Fame finalist yeah. list. Um, and we got a little bit of black history that uh, we want to share with you guys. So if you want to get in the show, call in. The number is 240-532-2718. It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier and the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And we'll be right back. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy KC at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at kysii.com, xsquadaffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Oh, my fault, Raul. What's okay, up, baby? Oh, good, Let's go. Let me get a two Philly cheese steaks. Okay. Salt, pepper, ketchup, mm-hmm. mayonnaise, fried onions. Hold up, man. What type of motherfucking food? What, what, what the fuck you ordering? Some shit? That's a Philly cheese steak. Man. I don't know that part. You put garlic, mayonnaise, bell pepper, huh? and lettuce on that cheese steak. What, what type no, of talk you, you talk? You, you totally off now. You Listen, man, you don't know shit about Philly, dog. Listen, don't keep, keep your You don't know shit here. about 28th and States, Jefferson. Man. I know that part. My cousin stay that part. 21st and Seagull. My uncle built buildings there. 10th and Pop. Construction, I'm building there, too. Lehigh Avenue. I wear Levi's. You know I wear the Levi's. I say Lehigh the Avenue. The stripes. You can't tell me where I'm from. I'm from Philly. You're not from Philly. Philly and I'm the Philly from top Bangalore, of the line Dutch, steak I'm cheese. Fucking weird, man. Yeah, no, you get the fuck out and go for I get the AK. Oh, oh, there you go with that AK shit again, man. That's All right, right. Man, listen, baby. I'm going to holler back at you, okay, man. Okay, you know motherfucker. Money fetch grip type jeans. That guy's not from Philly, man. I'm from Philly. No, Philly where we from. No, Philly is where I am from. Philly, remember that. nigga, remember that. Remember that, nigga. Fuck you and that cheese Stop. thing, man. Philly is where I'm from. Oh, 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 oh. H-I-L-A period, P-A period, E's they hearing it, believe they fearing it, but loving it though, I hate the game, fuck the fame, but I'm loving it though, you couldn't tell me in a million years, in a thousand bars, that I roam the reservoir with dogs, show the world what crew love was about, drop adrenaline, four or five cents, I showed them what a thug was about, I know you love flossing with X, busting them checks, getting tattoos, paw prints on your chest, I ain't mad, baby, get that cash. Make them hating bitches kiss your ass. Rough ride, lift that shit. I'm gonna walk till I see how these fleas gonna feel. When I come through with the whip, with the bees on the wheel. Burgundy thing, cream gut, cherry wood. Steering wheel, a bee surrounded by the wing on the hood. I know they like how they collide. He roll with rock, you rough ride. But we Black Friday tied. How you think they gonna feel seeing us Grammy night? Let me tell you. A bunch of if, ands, and mites. Billboard charts. Source ads and mics, and if I say so myself, hey, goddamn, we tight. Fuck being humble, ain't no other way to end this. We ain't open up the door, we knock that bitch up off the hinges. Oh, Philly, Philly, 
hold it down for Illidel for life. Came through, made a name, nigga, nailed it tight, and now we shine. Been new shit, it was about time. Switch from streets to beats, platinum lines. Used to struggle in the hood, just a Brody the mic. Took the fame, cause they ain't give it to us. Now we excite the biggest crowds, and they screaming loud. Philly the shit, Rockefeller, rap, gorilla, blind bombshell, bitch. I rock pride, take your mind, shit, you doing the same. Work hard, now the streets stay shouting our names. Fame is funny, get money, snakes in the grass. When the hostility shows, niggas face get smashed. But I stay grounded, brick house, stallion. My bitches keep me real while I make millions. Pile it on, we gon' have it all in a minute. Give it back to the hood and we gon' ball in a minute. Cause anything we want, we gon' have on our plate. Matter of time before we kill the beans, it was all fake. And cats and stress gave it all, they expected less. Disrespect, take it back to the hood. Protect your chest, tried to break us, but we broke through Got the job done, that's what's up, running shit Now tell them where oh, I am from Philly, Philly Philly, where I am from Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yep, yep. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. 240-532-2718 is the number to get in the show. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, Hall of Fame stuff with the NFL, NBA talk, a little bit of black history. Hey, man, uh, just got to send some uh, rest in peace shout outs to uh, Rasul Butler yeah. and his wife, Leah LaBelle, mm-hmm. who died in a car crash. Last week, um, he was. Uh, I didn't realize how old he was, though. Um, I yeah. thought he was like close to our age, but he's about three, four years older than us, mm-hmm. man. And um, spent about a good what fifteen, 15 years, in, years the league, in the league. So, yeah, yeah man, that's that's tragic. Yeah, that, man, that's, that's real yeah, tragic. man. He definitely contributed a lot to uh, the Wizards that two thousand and fourteen year. I want to say it was when Paul Pierce was there. Uh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 2014, I remember that. Yeah, he I was, remember he, that. Was, yeah. he was coming off the bench as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Definitely contributed that in that team. I mean, uh, consummate, you know, decent bench player. Yep. Um, he came off the bench. Um, Leah LaBelle, uh, I remember, was on American Idol one. Um, like, that was uh, kind of her her claim to fame. Right. Yep. So, I, I do, I think I vaguely remember. I, I didn't watch a whole lot of, whole lot of. America Idol, but I, I vaguely remember her being on there, and that's you know kind of where where she came from. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't really have a whole bunch of details on it, but definitely rest in peace to Rasul Butler and uh, Leah LaBelle. Yeah, also played with the Pacers, um, Spurs, Spurs, and somebody else Hornets. that I'm blanking on. It was the Hornets yeah. when they were in New Orleans, New Orleans or yeah. New Orleans. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's too bad, man. Shouts out to the Butler family and to the LaBelle family. Um, another rest in peace shout out. This is off the cuff, Maestro. But um, I want to I wanna shout out my cousin Sherelle um, back in South Jersey, who I uh, got a phone call from 
yesterday morning, and it was because I saw something on her post on Facebook that said she woke up to the worst news, and so I'm like, okay, this can't be good, so I reached out to her, she called me back, and um, one of her little cousins from Brooklyn was down in Camden, New Jersey, which is right across the river from Philly, Philly, and so you knew there was a lot of celebration going on Sunday night after the game and all that, Mm -hmm. but um, her little cousin and some friends, they were riding around, and car struck them. I don't know how bad, but I was told that everybody had gotten out their respective vehicles. Words were exchanged back and forth, and then next thing you know, guys started tussling and, you know, fighting and stuff. And unfortunately for him, um, he was stabbed, Mm. and uh, he died um, later that evening. So I just want to send a special shout-out to to my cousin, Sherelle, and um, that side of the family, um, you know, rest in peace. And I, I, I have to believe, and I, I, this is this is a moot point, but I, I have to believe that there was a lot of celebration going on in Camden, being that everything was so close. You know, Eagles just won the game, and guys are doing all types of stupid stuff. You know, just it's just sad, man. Yeah, it's just it's just sad to, to hear that stuff. Um, and then lastly. Uh-huh. Um and in the uh in the uh the the negative news <laughs> um rest in peace to Edwin Jackson who was also yeah in a car crash yep. uh Colts player I don't pretend I know anything about him um I know he played for the Colts mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep um but most certainly rest in peace to him who lost his life in a car crash on uh Saturday I think it was Last Saturday, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. But last week for certain. So rest okay. in peace and condolences to the family. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, on lighter news, um, and I and I and I say lighter because this guy's still alive, but he's out for the season. Um, Isaiah Kanan plays for the Phoenix Suns. Um, he suffered a gruesome injury last week mm-hmm. in a game in a home game against I'm. I'm blanking on the team's name, but it was similar to the Gordon Hayward injury. Okay. And I, I couldn't watch it. It, yeah. it was just it was just that bad. Um I think he was going for a either he was going for a layup or he was driving to the I think he was driving to the basket and that one body part went the other way and it, it was just bad. They had to mm. take him out on a stretcher and you just knew right there that the season was over for him. So, you know, hope he gets well soon. Yep, yep. Comes comes back stronger. I think he was a backup um, on the Suns. I, he was he played somewhere else last year or the year before because I, I recognize his name and I know he he backed up um, a couple of guys in the league and I, I didn't re- I didn't realize he had played for the Suns until I saw the video on Twitter that, you know, that he suffered this injury. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, BS3, sports and music, um, horrible injury. And, yeah, you're right. It was against the Mavericks. That's right. That's right. Um, Sad story. Yeah, definitely you suffer injury like that. So, um, shouts out to him and, you know, get back on that court soon, man. There's a bunch of injuries happening 
it seemed like in the last month or so in the NBA, mm-hmm. you know, big name stars, even some second tier, third tier stars. It just seems like a whole bunch of just these injuries are just happening all at the same time, man. You know, yeah. it, it's crazy. Um, BS3 says, I think he was in Philly for, yeah, you're right. He was in Philly. That's right. That's the team. That's the team he was on. I think he started a couple of games for the Sixers too, but, um, but yeah, he, he backed, I think he backed up, um, McConnell, um, for most of the season last year. So, so yeah, man, it's crazy. And then you had this fan jump on the court. After the Nuggets hit a game winner against and, the Thunder, and, yep, and he should have got punched, and in he should have got knocked out right there on the right spot. Face. Yep, yep, yep. He should have got punched in his face. Now I mean, it's at the Palace yeah, part two. Yep, not, <laughs> I, I don't even think they could call it Madison the Palace. They, they just got to call it. I don't know something. Call it some thuggery. I like. put him. I man, you got put. He he should have got put asleep. Yeah, you got to put him to sleep, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess uh, he exercised. How did it happen though? I guess it's easy access. What are security guards doing? Like, I, I, like what I, what happens when the game is over? Right. You would think that if there were players and media and, you know, those types of names on the floor, that security wouldn't allow they that wouldn't allow to happen. It. They wouldn't allow it, but I can understand that now that you mentioned that there's all types of people on the floor yeah, after the game is that over. How he can maybe that is easily in. to just kind of sneak in maybe. on the floor. Maybe. I could, I could see maybe. it being so easy to do that. So but he should have been knocked out. He should have been knocked out. It, it's, um, there's no way that yeah. you can just come on there. Uh, I mean, confront Russell Westbrook of all people. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying Russell Westbrook should have knocked him out. I'm not even saying right. security should have got him. I'm saying Russell right. Westbrook. I mean, man, you, you confront don't, that dude. You don't get you don't get no chances. I, I mean, for all the criticism and oh, whatever negative things people got to say about Russell Westbrook, I would have hit him. All all that irritation and anger from what fans got to say about Russell Westbrook negatively, yep. that dude would have got all of it. Oh yeah, he he, he would have got, got all of it in my right hand had I been Russell Westbrook, <laughs> and then I'd have been able to take critics, you know, criticism better. Yeah, yeah, he should have got knocked out. Should have got knocked Definitely out, man. Got knocked out. There's no excuse yeah, for that. Yeah, and and you need to set the precedent for other fans that think, oh, they could just jump on jump on the court after games all willy nilly. Because mm-hmm. I wonder, um, is this going to be now where fans think, oh, because I don't know if anything happened to the dude besides he just got pushed off the court. Maybe. I don't recall hearing nothing about him getting escorted, yeah, or getting beat up, or getting right. banned, or nothing. Should have got the Oakley treatment, yeah, for real, yeah. And the way they treated that man, gee, yeah, terrible. Um, Black History Month moment for y'all guys. Um, so, thirty years ago to this day, Dominique versus MJ in a dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Jordan wins the dunk contest, even though people felt like Dominique got robbed. But that was also the contest where the signature Jumpman, Jumpman was created, created yes, from indeed. the free throw line. Yeah. So you know, a little there bit of go. Black History for y'all niggas. And while we in Black History mode, yep. Um, Trayvon Martin would have been twenty three. Would have been twenty three yesterday, I believe. Yesterday, yep, yep. And yep. I want and Jay Dilla, rest in peace. Birthday is tomorrow. Jay Dilla, mm. legendary producer, 
Soul Quarians, D'Angelo, Erica Badu, Roots, yep. Frank and Dank, Slum Village. Rest um, in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Happy birthday to the legendary Jay Dilla. Um, and speaking of birthdays, while we on Black History Month, happy birthday to the late, great Bob Marley. Yes, indeed. You know? Yes, indeed. So light one up. Yeah. But, but, and also happy birthday to Robert Townsend. I, I did see that his birthday was uh, today also. Did you hear about, um, did you just happen, to, we about to get, we about to get off, uh, <laughs> we about to get off on a tangent real nah, quick. What up, RC? It's all good. Um, did you hear Faison Love's interview on Breakfast Club? I did not know he was on all Breakfast Club. Right. Yeah, Recently? So, uh, like yesterday or something. So okay. I, I, I'm, I'll make a, I'll make a quick. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um. A sense of parenthood reference. He called, he was calling Robert Townsend a scary nigga. Like because um, when the Bill Cosby shit had had was going just like starting mm-hmm. the the whole I guess the Netflix stuff that Bill Cosby was doing the pilots and stuff mm-hmm. he had um, asked Robert Townsend Bill Cosby asked Robert Townsend to um, to direct some of those shows and stuff like that okay. so you know and he was saying that you know Robert Townsend ain't been asked to do nothing. In a long time, so right. Bill Cosby threw you that, you know, threw yeah. you that that look. Yep. And um, so when the, when stuff went down with Cosby, um, Faison was talking to uh, Robert Townsend like, "Yo, like, you know, that's your man's. He gave you a look, whatever, whatever, whatever." Right. And he was saying that Robert Townsend was like, "Nah, man, I can't, you know, can't like rock you, with Cosby. Is it the whole thing? Is that what he washed his hands with the dude and was like, you know, I can't really rock with, I can't really rock with Bill Cosby on the strength that that's going to mess up." Right, you know his brand or whatever, yeah, or whatever. Right, right. Something so, he got going on. Yeah, man, I thought that was interesting. He was out there. He was like, he was, he was wild. He was like, Dave Chappelle ain't funny, and you know, like he, he face on love. Yeah, face on love. Like, oh, he yeah. Was, yeah. So I, you know, I remember. I, I'll, I'll get back to Robert Townsend in just a second, but I remember video on YouTube of Phase on Love, like going after some niggas, like. In a, like a face to face on somebody. Oh well, a, you know he got the parole for um fighting the dude in the airport. Yeah. yeah, but this was way before that. Okay. So the dude was recording a video from Soundview Projects in the Bronx, mm-hmm. and the dude was like, "Yo, when of y'all niggas want to come see me? I'm at eight twenty five Boynton Avenue. You can come see me, whatever." Yeah. I'm like, "What's this dude talking about? Like, like, dude, you was the nigga, you Wendell in Parenthood, like." Like what you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hey. that, that, that that that's crazy, man. He a long way from Wendell in Parenthood, bro. I tell you that. Long he way. a long way. Big worm. Yeah. Big perm. I, I mean, for real, he a long way from that. Cause that Bama don't look like the dude you play with. He don't look like. Nah. Yeah. He don't. His two other roles that I remember vaguely. I forgot he was Wendell in Parenthood. If I'm being honest with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This was before we knew yeah. that nigga was like being a nigga. <laughs> yeah, like before we re- realized he was on. Right. Yeah, he was on. Like he about to fight niggas and yeah. all that. But the two, the two other roles he had, he had a role in um, Three Strikes, I think, mm-hmm. and he had a role in the not Rush Hour, Money Talks. Money Talks. Yeah. When when he was in the prison, whatever. But back to Robert. A, uh, oh, I'm sorry. We can go, you can go back to that. But Robert Townsend, quickly, your favorite Robert Townsend movie. <laughs> And this is why I said just your favorite, your one. 
the one because he doesn't have a catalog. Nigga, it's only five heartbeats. To even do five heartbeats, it's, five heartbeats. It. Yeah, whatever. I, only other movie I can think about Robert Townsend being in is Meteor Man. For me, it's Man. Meteor Man. For me, you telling me that you think that Meteor Man is better than Five Heartbeats? Just for the sake of argument, I'm just gonna say Meteor Man. I'm not gonna argue with you. Just, just I'm for just, the, just for the sake different. of that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no way. It's no way that Meteor Man. Yeah, a black man for a superhero man. Back in them days, man. man. That wasn't no superhero, man. That was a. That was a. Come on, bro. That wasn't no superhero, man. That's like calling Blank Man a superhero. That wasn't no superhero. Black man, man for a superhero. Ah, bro. He wasn't no superhero, man. Even though I, even though I, I take Meteor Man over Blank Man, easy. Uh, BS3 says five heartbeats. Yeah, easy. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's you, you, just fine. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't cool. worry. He's trolling, and I, he's obviously trolling. That's, that's cool. I, I, I like trolling. I like five heartbeats. He's obviously trolling. I, I like five heartbeats. Yeah. Meteor yeah. Man. That that was that was the joint right there. You're troll. You ain't gonna catch me in that troll. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll take another break here. We'll come back get into some more NBA talk. Uh, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. We'll be back. Hey, what's up, sports fans? You're looking for a different type of sports talk show, something you haven't heard before. You gotta check out the BS3 Sports Show every other Saturday on Two Live Stews Radio, 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Sports talk at its finest. Always have great guests playing some good hip hop. You don't want to miss it. Make sure to tune in to the BS3 Sports Show. Every other Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Two Live Stews Radio Network. Ain't that right, Lopan?
up front, you get slumped, chump. I leave lumps and bumps on heads when I bring the funk. Never slipping or slacking, ripping and attacking, just like an assassin. I'm blasting. Much props to the girls in the Philly world. The Philly girl rounds the way. The girls really thorough. So when it comes to the funk, I gotta bring it. I won't sing it. So get down with the team, kid. Man, props go to cops when I rock. Cause I can knock out punks like a bitch from Mr. Spot. Hot. You better wake up early. You bore me. I'm massacring parties like Denzel and Glory. Who is it? Youngsters, which consisted of Taj Mahal, Q Ball, <laughs> and Reek G's. This album, No Mercy, came out. This was their third album that came out in 1994. They had four albums total from uh, 92 to 95. Yeah, yeah. Um, the No Mercy album had some of the tracks like Hip Hop Ride, which was the song that they shouted out everybody in the industry at that point in time. And then um, a few other tracks that's on there. So um, that was a, that was a good track right there. Mm-hmm. Philly's own uh, the youngsters right there. Niggas is forty right now. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't youngsters no more. So oh, man. Uh, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles. Yep, yep. Here in the house. If you want to call the show, the number's two four zero five three two two seven one eight. See Mocha Bella finally. What's up, Legend? Finally, X Squad member legend. rolled up in the chat room what here. What do do? What's going on? Took hey. it took you a while, but better late than never, for sure. Um, hey man, um, I, I guess we got to bring up this LeBron going to Golden State thing that broke last week. Yeah, I'm, I mean, look, <laughs> what what I can tell you is, is that uh. If he do it, which I don't think so. Let's let's be clear. I don't. No. I, I don't think he going that hard. Like that. That no. Like it's it's one thing to want to win championships, right? 
it's another thing to just to like just, like I don't even I can't even describe what he'd be doing by playing on a team be with beat riding on teams, man. I mean, because because Draymond would I mean Draymond and Clay would be gone, right? Uh, Clay for sure, for sure, right? I don't know about Draymond. But Clay for sure. They'd be losing some. They they'd be losing something integral. Like like it'd be. But to have a team, they even have a team with Draymond, LeBron, Durant, and, and Steph. Steph. Come on, bro. Like or oh, the balance, the balance of power, boy. Yeah, man. But at least the Eastern Conference would be up in the air. <laughs> I mean, but the NBA, you got to look. You got to look at some fine line in the Eastern Conference. But the NBA would be wouldn't again. be. But the NBA wouldn't be up in the air. No, the NBA wouldn't be. It would be the Warriors all day long Period. as favorites. No matter how great Houston looks, no matter how great of a coach Popovich is, it would be Golden State all day long. In the East, it'd be competitive. It'd be up in the air. I mean, the East is competitive. I mean, let's be clear. We yeah, the East, the East is competitive. Man, the it's last just... time we last time we spoke, um, the the Cavs lost to the Pistons. Uh huh. And then later on, they got bl- and then Saturday. Hold on, we got we got a phone call, y'all. What's good? Hold on, hold on. Yo, yo, what up? up? Am I on? Yeah, you yeah, on. you on? What's good? Oh. What's up? What's up? Just Jelani, man. What's going on, Pimmy? From the Wait a Minute show, what up? No problem. What's up, fellas? Uh, I heard y'all talking about, you know, LeBron with the whole Golden State thing. I just had a question for you gentlemen. Uh-huh. Um, so so everyone, was, you know, was talking about how, you know, what would be, you know, the team and all this stuff. But I'm just kind of wondering to get your opinion. Do you do you even think Golden State would want LeBron, you know, to to give up those guys because they're gonna have to give up somebody, mm-hmm. you know, they can't have everybody on there. So would they even really want LeBron after beating them two out of the last three years? Would they just be like, we're kind of good? Well, I if I'm Golden State in that front office, I would be like, why the hell not? I mean. The, the Warriors beat the Thunder in a comeback situation, being down 3-1, to one, and they rip a player off that team in Kevin Durant. So why couldn't they do the same in this situation? Um, I think they would take them. I think they would take them because automatically, whether we like it or not or like the way it happened or not, that team would be legendary. I'm like you talking about seventy three and uh, what was seventy three and nine seventy three and nine. You legitimately talking about <laughs> and and plus it's about you titles. Be, you might yeah right. It's about titles. So it's about winning titles. I think they take them. I, I think they take them in a heartbeat. I just think that it would suck for the NBA as I think it would suck for the rest of the teams in the league because they ain't got a shot pending injury. Okay, and and my my next question, uh, and I love the show, by the way. Appreciate, Appreciate it, you guys. Um, if obviously, you know, I think all of us agree that LeBron is not going to end up in Golden State, but if he teamed up somehow with Harden and CP3, does that change the game out west? Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, ma'am. Um, and it, it at least makes it interesting because the only thing, the only thing I, that would concern me is 
Um, so obviously the way, at least the way I'm seeing it, obviously, um, LeBron would line up with KD. Um, yeah, I, I guess. And, well, I wouldn't even look at it from that standpoint. I would look at it from the standpoint of when he had Kyrie and Love was the third option with Cleveland when they won the title mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I would compare that roster and I would compare Houston's roster and say, CP3, I would slight. I may. I may slightly take him over Kyrie, and you I'm definitely who? taking Harden over. You Kevin said you Love. would slightly take who? Chris Paul over Kyrie. Over Kyrie, just slightly. Nah, I would nah, slightly. I would, but definitely, I would take Harden okay. over Kevin Love. Okay, but I would look at. The- I would look at that and say, yeah. The Warriors have competition if LeBron well, joins the Rockets. Well, competition. <laughs> Look, LeBron and Harden on one team already incites competition. Mm-hmm. But but now you, I don't know if they would beat them because is like who are we talking about? Capella on your front court. Capella, yeah. Look, look. I, is I, he as good as Tristan Thompson? I don't think so. I mean, maybe right now. But if you're talking about Tristan Thompson's, you and know, what, resume, his game, his game. His resume, no. yeah, I think his game is a little bit better than Capella's game. Yeah, um, while I think Capella's I think Capella's a playing a little better right. I think Capella's playing better right now. Yeah, I think Capella's yeah. a little bit better offensively than Tristan Thompson is. Yeah, nah. To, I, to answer your question, yeah, they, it it be it definitely would be a um, it be some it be some some issues. It be some right. It be a two team. A two-team race, and you know, yeah, definitely. definitely. It seems like that's the way the NBA wants it. It seems like we're trying to create a a, a, Mm -hmm. an environment where two hundred points, (laughs) a team scoring two hundred points in a game, is the is the sway. It seems like that's what they're building to. So I've been saying this for three years now, pretty much. So why not put all the best scores and you know put them all together and see? It's it's the NBA game now, pretty much. You, You know what I mean? But, uh, hey, Jelani, while I got you on the phone here, man, um, I know you you a, you a big Detroit Lions fan, right? Yes, sir. So how do you feel about uh, Matt Patricia being on board as the new head coach? I was going to ask y'all that. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask how should I feel because, I mean, it was, obviously it was the worst-kept secret, but – you know, I just I didn't get excited. I didn't, you know. Here's here's the thing with Caldwell. Did he did he achieve the things that you know we wanted him to? No, but was he better than the previous coach we had? Absolutely, yes, mm-hmm. he was. Um, has he had success? I mean, this guy did play in the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, coach in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So uh, he did. Coach on the Ravens team, your your team, Trey. Yep. Um, yep. You know, won the title. Um, yep. Yeah, and won the title. So he's had success. So I'm looking at it as that we took a guy who has had success um, on other teams, but then also came to to Detroit, gave that team some structure. Because remember, when Jim Schwartz was there, it was like he was just letting them run wild. They were they were picking up penalty mm-hmm. after penalty after penalty, yep. and couldn't get off the field. Mm-hmm. So. He brought some structure there. I know he's not a New England guy, so I think that, you know, played a part in it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, all right, Matt Patricia, we know what he's done with New England, but 
if we're going to do the same thing and go off the history of Jim Caldwell, I had to go off the history of that New England uh, Bill Belichick coaching tree. And they haven't had that much success after leaving New England. That's a fact. You know, um, Bill O'Brien's the only guy. Out, out of all those, out of all those coaches, even Nick Saban, we're not even going to use the the college um, record, but as far as like pros, there's only one coach that came out of that that Bill Belichick tree, and that was Al Groh. Uh, he played, uh, he coached the Jets for one season, and they went nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Other than that, any other coach, Romeo Cornell, all of them, none of them have winning records. You know, I mentioned Bill O'Brien um, though. Oh, he had a winning record. Bill O'Brien doesn't have. He yeah, doesn't, he doesn't yeah, overall. He, I mean, his overall, his overall win percentage. Okay. Overall? Yeah. So, yeah, his overall as a head coach, you know. Um, okay, because um, maybe this season might have yeah. maybe put that back under 500. Because he had, what, three yeah, he's consecutive the, but, but he seven is, seasons yeah, before he is the closest, this past yeah. season. He is the closest to having a, a winning, you know, winning percentage as far as, like, a winning record. Right. Yeah. You know, and then all of those coaches – only three of them made the playoffs, and between those three, they got one win mm. out of out of all three of them. So, right. you know, I'm like, it's a wait and see. Yeah. Patricia, is a, you know, he, he's not them, so I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I'm going to sit there and just say, you got to prove it to me because Caldwell yeah. got the Lions to the playoffs twice. Yeah. You know, even though we didn't yeah. win a game, yeah. got them to the playoffs. You know, so that that counts, you know, for, for something. Absolutely. And, and I'm – I know Ben. Ben is out there from BS3 Sports, and I'm just gonna say it. Hey, when they played the Cowboys in the in the playoff, that was a pass interference. They always talk I about that. Yeah, come on, that was a catch. I remember that. Was that. A catch, you know all that stuff. <laughs> but that was a pass they interference. They should have well. They should have beat Detroit. That's a fact. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question, I'm kind of yeah, a little bit right now, and. I'm just going to have high expectations on him because the guy that they moved on from was a pretty good coach. Pretty good. You know? He was a good coach. Yeah. They shouldn't have let him go, in my yep. opinion. They shouldn't have let him go. Um, when, when you talk about that franchise, and I know you've you've watched the futility for years. I mean, I don't even have to mention the 0-16 season, but if you go beyond that, there's been a lot of futility with the Detroit Lions. So I know for you to see this team with Caldwell – the way it was structured, even though I mean, where they go nine and seven, mm-hmm. they went nine and seven this past year, and I know nine and seven, yeah, yep. still a good record. Um, I th- I think the game against the Bengals has to frustrate you a little bit because that was a playoff that game hurt. essentially, and that should have been yeah. a game that propelled you guys to get to the playoffs or at least have a chance to yep. get to the playoffs. So, um, I know that yep. kind of upset you a little bit, but he's still a good coach, man. Yeah. I would I would have kept the guy. I'll be honest with you, man. I I I, don't, I see some dark days ahead, brother. And I know y'all got the roster. I don't look and and, and look. They need more. <laughs> what does Matt Patricia look? I'm not saying this is a Bill Belichick system, and, you know. And, 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 and you know you you've outlined it, you know, pretty well, Jelani. But it's this is a system that like he. Can he be the mastermind that Bill Belichick is 
and bring that to Detroit, I doubt it. And I think that's what the issue is no. with a lot of coordinators that end up getting jobs is yep. it's cool to be under his tree, but his tree is so complex. Right. I mean, his style is so complex. Man, Jenny tried to you do the same thing in you New can't, York. You can't duplicate it unless you him. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's, that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, look, man, we appreciate you calling in, man. But I, I see some dark days, man. I, 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 we, I think we all agree that Caldwell should have stayed. Um, and you're gonna, you're gonna have to pay the, the pay the price. Uh, your front yeah, office, we'll man. See. <laughs> all right, fellas. All right, man. Appreciate right, you, Jelani. Yes, sir. Yeah, homie Jelani from the Wait a Minute Show, man. Uh, make sure y'all check that man show out. Uh, Wednesday nights and uh, Saturday nights. So. Yes, indeed. But so getting back to the uh, Warriors, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, it, it would be ridiculous to it'd be ridiculous to do that. It'd be ridiculous to do that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it would be. I, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. But with that. if they did, then just go ahead and. Uh, I kind of sense though. I kind of wish he would go to the Rockets. But what? Well, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on this narrative about LeBron. If he leaves Cleveland, does he go west? Why are you leaving a conference that you dominate? Yeah, that that's sort of where I'm at yeah. with it. You know, because ain't because nobody else on that no other team. Like what team? If he went to the East, mm-hmm. if what, he stayed in the East, if he stayed in the East, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what teams would would make sense for him to go to where he stays like stays as the best? Stays as the best. You know, like mean team wise, team, team wise. wise. Like I mean, like where where he legitimately got a shot to win a championship, a legitimate shot to win a title. Would you say Toronto? Um, to, when I say Toronto, I probably yeah, I might say Toronto might hold on, be hold the on. best. We got a call. We well, got a phone call. Call it. What up? Damn, guess who stepped in your room? Goodbye. What up? Yo, man, why y'all playing? Why y'all playing my fucking radio right now, man? Hey, huh? man, I'm gonna tell you something good. You better all you the all, huh? Got all these ro- all, I don't tell? like all these roses emojis that's going on in my chat room, pimp. Well, <laughs> <laughs> read the goddamn shit. Then you ain't got words about it. <laughs> oh man, what's up with you, man? What's on your mind, man? Oh uh, man, first and foremost, right? Uh, Jelani, right? None of them goddamn New England coaches is worth a damn. That's why McDonald turned down the coach today because he knows they ain't got shit over there. Mm-hmm. He ain't worth a damn. Right? You know what I'm saying? With uh, Patricia. That's why you think the Giants ain't want neither one of them? Huh? Why you think we ain't want we ain't want neither one of them bitches? We ain't even want I mean, hey, hey, Chief, he was he was in serious rotation though. Patricia was in serious was rotation for that job. People was looking for who, who him. Who said that? Who hey. said that? I, I got my sources, man. My uh, sources told your me sources. Your, my, your, your sources are goddamn lie. I got a boy <laughs> that's been in the been in the front office with them. For over 20 years. I got a so boy that's sources, played for them years ago. That don't mean shit. He ain't in the office. He ain't in the office. Shit. But anyway, man. Anyway, neither one of them knows that. And after that performance on defense in the Super Bowl, yep. he, I was, if I was Detroit, I said, yo, man, um, you know, uh, we wanted you, but now, you know, we got second thoughts. Uh, um, good looking uh, elsewhere, and um, we'll talk to you later, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I let him go. Hey, but hey, Chief. I want to 
Yeah. Chief, you don't you yeah, don't think ahead. you don't think Belichick was trying to beg McDaniels to come back though? Because you know they got some drama going on with the Patriots and all that. Patriots got some drama going Gron- on. Gronkowski man. talking about retirement. Uh, Malcolm Butler, they ain't want to start him in the Super Bowl, so now he's going to go somewhere else. Um, the, uh, Tom Brady don't have his uh, right hand man, his uh, his trainer guy. Is is a whole bunch of stuff going on there, man? I I think Belichick was trying to, you know, talk to McDaniel's and was like, "Yo, please, please, I'm begging you, like, don't I, go to the Colts, don't, don't go think, over there." I don't think he was begging him. I think he what he was saying was, "Is look, bro." The eating ain't gonna be good like it's good over here with my system. You need right. you gonna go over there with the Colts. Ain't right. gonna have no offensive line. He gonna get rid of Andrew Luck. He gonna Look. keep Brissett. Because that's what's like, that's what's gonna happen. He gonna I, do what he did when he got the I Denver like, job. I like what y'all saying, but wrong, wrong. I'm gonna tell you who said something. Robert Kraft. Hmm. After that, if you see his face, did you see his face when the game was over? Up in his booth. Uh-huh. Kraft, Kraft is tired of Belichick, right? Mm. Uh, Kraft, he's going to try any type of way to push Belichick buttons to get him out of there. You know, he's going to make Belichick want to leave. That's what's going to end up happening. And, uh, of course, this boy Sherman with us, oh, he's on a short leash. He's definitely on a short leash. Mm. Why is that? Because, because if Bill ever leaves, you know who being the giant coach when Parcell left? Goddamn, yeah. uh, George Young. George Young didn't like Belichick, him and Ernie Corson. They didn't like him. Mm-hmm. That's what stopped them from being the giant coach. Now, the Maris took over. Now, Gettleman is the uh, is uh, general manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belichick stands a better chance. I'm not wishing that happened. I'm hoping Sherman do what he's supposed to do and help Beckham and our team get better. You know what I'm saying? But, um... You know, McDonald's is going to take over that New England job because Kraft, Robert Kraft, and Brady want them too. Them two is against Belichick. Well, Chief, mm-hmm. let me Brady. let me add to your narrative, Chief, about Shermer being on. I figured you always going. I figured you going to do some damn that. Go ahead, man. Let me let me add to your narrative for a second here because uh-huh. Gettleman just got back in with the Giants organization, and so he hired right. Pat Shermer to be the coach of this team. If Shermer's going to uh-huh. be on a short leash, then I would have to say if there's a chance to get Belichick, you know when you get Belichick, he's going to not just want to coach the team. He's going to want some GM. He's going to run some GM opportunities. So I would also add to that, Chief, that Gettleman is on a short leash right along with Shermer. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. But check this out. Check this out, though. Right? Um, Brady... Um, put in uh, like uh, Malcolm Butler uh, put a chat out about the whole situation this past Super Bowl weekend mm-hmm. and Brady put light and I love you as a player to Malcolm so tell me if he ain't going against the coach you know but we're going to leave that alone I want to get on that NBA thing that y'all talking about because um if y'all think LeBron James is going to the Golden State, you're wrong. Yeah, what, what was your we, LeBron we, we don't. What was nobody it? nobody, we, we, nobody that. said that. We don't think he's going. We, was, we, we had to play devil's advocate, though, because how crazy would that be? Okay, bro, I'm going to tell you something. If you think about what he had been saying for the last couple of years, right, the last four years, 
He want to play with Melo, Paul George, uh, Dwayne Wade. NCP3, right? right? Yeah, to get a championship. Mm-hmm. But they all are boys. Right. Now, CP3 didn't like the deal of him going to Houston. But after CP3 went there and started balling and seeing how he can make the team play better than Harden can, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because he's been balling. Mm-hmm. You got to agree, he's been balling. Yeah, yeah, Totally agree. And LeBron just seen him whoop his ass at home in Cleveland. Bust his ass. And Carmelo, this is his last year on his contract because he got a buyout mm-hmm. next year. Yep. Paul I'll George. Them all together. I'll say, I'll say Bob out. Anderson, and uh, a couple other pieces on that team. Ariza, I see all of them going. Mm. And them three is going to, they're going to be coming to You think they're going to completely year. overhaul the Rockets team? That ain't overhauling. I, 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 they, Anderson ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Anderson, you got to set him up to get a fucking basket. Now, if you bring a LeBron James, a D-Wade ain't really finished yet. He's just preserving himself because he don't play that much. Mm-hmm. And then Carmelo, Carmelo is playing lost in the OKC because Russell Westbrook told him, this is my show, yeah, you follow right. me. Yeah, and Melo hasn't adjusted his game. And Melo can't, can't, can't adapt to that. He don't yeah. like all the right. time Russell go through the hole. Or yep. when Russell shoot, shoot air ball bricks and all that here and there. Look, 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 like look, 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 look. Carmelo was content with his gold medals, man. <laughs> he's he's content oh, well, with his gold medals, dog. I'm I'm sorry. So you saying? Let me make sure I hear you clear. So you saying that you believe that this next year coming, that some team, whether it be the Rockets or whoever, is going to acquire LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, uh, LeBron's gonna be there this year. He's gonna get traded this. Uh, in two days. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, one thing I agree with Dan Gilbert and LeBron James obviously don't like each other. That, like, you know, that that seems to be evident. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so okay. LeBron leaving Cleveland. All right, I can see that. Um, I, I can see him buying the Cavs. I, I, I'm just, okay. You going that. way down the road? I'm talking about. I'm just talking about next. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, Greg. Yeah, I'm just talking about right yeah, now. Just like you. That was not like you said, fuck you, um, get an NFL thing. Yeah, right. Damn, Trey. You know, he wants to buy some shit. Damn right. Damn right, man. Black excellence, man. They don't finish playing, though. But anyway, I can see LeBron leaving. Um, I can see. So who's going to – I guess my question to you, Chief Rocker, is who the hell Uh is taking the pay cut? Because somebody got to take a pay cut. uh Anderson is making nineteen million. Anderson ain't gonna be there That's if these, all these players come to Houston. We, I think we. I know he's gonna feel that. Yeah, I'm saying his salary is leaving, right? Mm-hmm. At nineteen million, a reason a reason make a little good money too. He'll be gone, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody else, and somebody else is gonna be gone too. I don't know who would be the third person. Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you, be, would you get rid of Eric Gordon? Eric he would have to go. go. He got to go. Yeah, that's that's to help out on the deal. But see, that's it's gonna fair. be it's gonna be LeBron and probably Jr. Smith. LeBron and Jr. So you got hold on. It's Cleveland West. First basically. of all, first of all, this is the definition of an overhaul. By the way, you're saying that Paul George, 
Carmelo are leaving the Thunder to go to the Rockets. Then not, J.R. Not Paul George. Huh? Not Paul George. Not Paul George. Not Paul, just Carmelo. Just, Car- just Carmelo. Okay. okay. So Carmelo, LeBron, and J.R. Dwayne Smith. Wade. And Dwayne Wade. And so Dwayne three Wade. players from the Cavs are leaving to go to the Rockets, along with um, Carmelo. For, right. For Eric Bledsoe, who I'm mean, Eric Gordon. I'm sorry, he got to go. Cal Cal Anderson. Am I saying his name right? No, uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Anderson. Anderson. I'm sorry, got to go. And who else? Um, Ariza. And Ariza. Ariza goes. Capella stays. So between, so between LeBron, Carmelo, Dwayne Wade. And J.R. Smith, who's taking the pay cut? It's a lot of big contracts right there. Um, I put it to you like this. J.R. Smith needs to take one because he ain't worth a damn. <laughs> that's a, that, dude, that's a, that's, lot of, that's a lot of big J. contracts Smith, right there. J.R. Smith and Carmelo Anthony have to take significant pay cuts for this to work. Melo has opinion. a big contract. CP3 has a well, big contract. Well, uh, James Harden has a big this contract. Is, this is like us. This is the last year on level contract, man. So, um, so, but I'm saying, he but got that, to, but that means he's a free agent, he and he's going to gonna expect money. Money, but yeah. He got to take a major. Pay okay. Cut. He at did, that did, point. Did. At that point. Did, go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Didn't David, didn't David West take a pay cut? And, and he got him a ring. Yeah, but David West is different from Carmelo Anthony. Come on now. Carmelo won his money. Carmelo won his money and he's comfortable with his gold medals. So, do we won't get Carmelo contract? Who's give him a big one? Who's gonna give him a big contract? Yeah, some bum team, yeah, some. Some bum team, team that don't got nothing going on, just need somebody, just need to sell some seats. I can see Atlanta giving him a contract. Do you think he want to go to a bum team? I don't think he can. All right, yo, y'all don't know the mellow I know then. Uh, the mellow the I, know, I know. What you, what you, what the you, mellow what? I know, the mellow I know, or at least I think I know, you might know him a little better than me, definitely took a lot of money and sacrificed the Knicks being garbage because he wanted to get paid. Yeah. And they were garbage. What you talking to, Lala? You know why he took that money? It's because that was his first big contract like that, man. But you know it, but wouldn't it no. have made but wouldn't it have made sense? And I, you know, if if we if we disagree, we disagree. Wouldn't it have made sense to get the team around you, win the games, and then get demand the big contract? Hey, well, like you said, that's the level you know, <laughs> right? But the level I know, but the level I know, won a ring, and he ain't going to no garbage team. Fuck the money. He already made his money. I mean, let's be clear. Melo was making money. Let's be clear. He did go to the Knicks. Well, that's better than going to the Wizards. He made the playoffs, right? So, that's all? Act like, yeah, yeah you, act like, you act like he didn't make the playoffs or something. With the Knicks was a good team yeah, he when made... he went there? Wait, wait, wait. wait. The Chief. Knicks was a good Chief. team when he went there? Chief. The moment Melo yeah, got a... to the Knicks, right? Yeah, that was a good team. Uh, the same year we signed Amari in free agency, uh-huh. the moment Melo got traded that same year, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we was making the playoffs. So you telling me that that was a good team? It was a good team. All right, we disagree. It was a good team. Well, hold up, Trey. What's up? Hold up, Trey. What up? 
Uh, we made the playoff the first year he came in. Mm-hmm. That's what second I said. Year we didn't. Yeah. Second year no, we the didn't. second year we didn't. We didn't, make, we, sec- didn't, we didn't make the playoff again until Woodson took over the team. No, 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 and, no, no, no. You ain't correct. You, you, you ain't correct about that. We made the playoffs. I, 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 I'll, give I'll give him a say. I'll give him a say. We made the playoffs. I had to. Uh huh. We made yeah. the playoffs 2011, the year he got traded there with him with, when Amari uh-huh. signed the contract. Then the next season, we made the playoffs and got bounced out of the first round by the Heat in five games. You remember that? 2012, yeah, remember that. LeBron's first title year. Then the year after that was when we won 50 something games and we was the number two seed in the East. Mm-hmm. And then we made the we beat the Celtics in the first round, and then. We lost in six to um, to Indiana. We had a three-year run, mm-hmm. and after that, it just fell apart after that. And how much – so you saying that his contract didn't have nothing to do with that? I, I know I, I, with, with being able to bring in talent. I mean, Amari Stoudemire got injured. I give you that. He got injured. But – well, when did he get the contract? He got the contract. We're talking about three years. 14. We're talking about three years. Three years what? You said three years he was, they were play, a playoff team. Right, but he was still under yeah, the, under well, the Denver, Denver contract. Denver contract. Yeah, right. he was under, yeah, he, he was, was still under Denver the Denver contract. contract. So, yeah. After we had the 50-something win season, we that's took a step that. back, and then they got rid of Woodson. Phil came in, and then Phil gave him the contract. Gave him the contract. Yeah. So it's essentially, y'all saying y'all proving my point. Then is that what that Carmelo's the Carmelo won his money, and he's some. And he, yeah, I agree with and, that. And, and, and that and that he, I can't. I don't want to say solely, but he's majority the reason why the Knicks been some garbage. See, I see. I didn't. I didn't take. I didn't it's take. A combi- any, yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a combination of things. I, but it's a majority. Mello was, Mello was majority, one of the things. Yeah, because who? Because who? Whatever. I mean, they was bringing in guys like Wait, like no, Jose like, Calderon and and oh, that like, was Bonyani. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like they was bringing in straight bums because yeah. they didn't have money to bring in nobody. Yeah, that that was terrible. That that was terrible. And Phil didn't help either. Phil didn't, Phil help. didn't help either. Derek Fisher couldn't coach because he was out banging Matt Barnes' he wife. Wanted that, he wanted his, he wanted his money, man. I think I think money's more important than rings to him. That's the hey, problem Trey, I know. That yeah. was a trick. That was the only that was the only woman he was banging. He was banging the players' girls too. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, God bless him. I wouldn't be surprised. They let man. him hit. God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's messed up, Mike. You you hey, you know what? Women are independent human beings that know what they want. And apparently they wanted Derek Fisher. What's her, what's her name? What? Gloria yeah. Govard? Hey, your girl chose. How you going to be mad at the player when the girl chose? He ain't tricker. Gloria Govard must have some good stuff. If he kept going back and forth to the West Coast, hey, God, to the Knicks look, facility, God, man. Look, look, if it ain't rape, it's consensual. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Hey, I ain't going to bring no girl um, up there to the DMV with, with my shoe around and shit. Hey, shit, I mean, yeah, he's Mr. Steal Your you, Girl, you man. Better, you better bring one that chose you. He, he's Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you better, if she chose you. Then ain't then it shouldn't be no problem. I shoot my shot and she shoot it down. Hey, hold yeah. up, hold up, 
all them girls choose them guys with their fishes snuck his little goddamn snake in the grass ass and then got that ass. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And she said, yeah. He ain't, he ain't rape Gloria Govan. She was like, yeah, I'm she trying wanted, to, she yeah. yeah. Hey, look, I'm not responsible for women making their decisions. I am just the recipient of their decisions. Wow. Him All being, right. him being Derek you. Fisher. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, you man. might as well go ahead no, on. No one you got to cook I don't look. I don't yeah. look. I ain't got nothing to say to Derek Fisher. Look, unless Gloria Govan trying to let me hit and then he see it. They ain't got nothing to say to that man. Then you got to deal with Matt Barnes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, hey, look. I'm like, hey, bro. Hey, then you got to deal with Matt Barnes, I'm yo. Like, hey, bro, she chose. I tell Matt Barnes, hey, she chose, bro. Who, who am I? Who am I? Yeah. Who am I to tell? Yeah, yeah. Who am I to tell Gloria Govan? Yeah, yeah. No, because you got a man. That nigga might want to do a five with you or something, man. Hey, what? That nigga might want to shoot the five shoot or the something. Five man. And, and, and he probably whoop my ass. But I tell you what, that's why I, I still got your, your girl. girl. <laughs> I still got her. <laughs> Black eye and everything. Yeah, yeah and you better not hey, kiss Trey. her. What up? Hey Trey, do you think? Do you think? Uh, I think we need to make. Uh, I think we got about three or four players leaving the team, man. But when they leave the team, they need to re- let the coach go too because he's garbage. He's yeah, garbage, yeah, man. man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of falling out of. Uh, I'm falling out of. Um, what do you call it with this guy, man? I, I, I can't, I can't rock with uh, Hornacek. I don't like his rotations. I don't like the fact no, that I don't like the fact that he's mismanaging the point guard position. Because let's face right. it, man. Jared Jack, he's good. It's, it's garbage. But. He's garbage. But you got to let that young boy get that work in, man. You got to let both of them young boys get that work in, man. Because Canelo if you keep benching a guy in the fourth quarter, he's not going to learn how to, you know, be in the clutch in the fourth. Mm-hmm. And Trey Burke, right, he just right. came on. The guy gives you a spark, obviously. Yeah. Put him in. Leave him in the game. Yeah. I don't need to see yeah, Jared uh, Jack all that much. Yeah. I, I really don't. Yeah, Horshack don't know what he's doing. Trey Burke, he ain't there balling now, man. Well, Milwaukee got us about 18 points, man. Yeah. Was um, the Greek freak just just going going out, going off, man? Yeah. You know, but it's all good, man. We'll be we'll be back next year, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Hey, what's yeah, up, with Porzingis, man? Uh, he, he heard his name, man. Uh, somebody pushed him down, man, and shit. Yeah. Uh, 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 he was driving to the hole, man. Hey, he he got to get some weight on his ass, man. I've been That's saying all. that for the longest, Chief. Yeah, he got to get some weight on his ass, man. I mean, goddamn, man. I mean, you've been in NBA now, what, this is your third season? Third right? season. And, no and, and he talking about he tired already. But hold up. All them goddamn restaurants, I ain't talking about, you know, those fast food joints like Italian hot dog, Italian cheeseburger, um, Heroes, uh, Pizza Parlors. Uh, Jimmy Buck style uh, hot dog and sausage or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like said, hot dog stands all around the fucking garden, man. Go out there, put some motherfucking bread in your ass and get some goddamn weight. Stop eating that goddamn Liberian shit, man. That shit ain't helping you out, man. And, Eat some and, motherfucking food and that's going to stick to your ass. And more importantly, yeah. stop playing basketball in the summer. Stop. <laughs> that's why yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, definitely that. Yeah. Hey, Chief, yeah, I got man. one more hey, question hey, hey, What's up, man? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, got no, I just want to go ask my show, do you want to present it, man? Because I see about two guys. Nah, I want DeAndre I want, Jordan. You want to you trade Bozangas already? I want DeAndre Jordan. 
you, you know why, Trey? You know why? They got some young boys here ready to come out of college, man. We can get all these draft choices, man. Oh, man, we'd be nice. They got some nice young boys it's coming cycle, out, man. man. I've been looking at them. Never-ending cycle. It's, it's going to be a never-ending cycle, man. Y'all draft garbage. Well, he ain't really garbage. It's just that he don't want to listen, man. You know what I'm saying? He needs some weight. He hey, just he just hey, needs to put hey, weight I, on him. I don't care why he garbage. If it's, if he garbage because he ain't listening, he's still garbage. Hey, Chief, now that you speaking yeah. of, speaking to the coach and all that, yeah. and, I, and I, I know you want to get rid of Horn a second. Everything I would love to uh, get. I would love to have Mark Jackson coach the Knicks. But man, I gotta they tell were you talking about that. Yeah, man, I, I gotta tell you something, man. And I want to know yeah. what Maestro thinks about this too. I think Mark Jackson is being blackballed from getting a coaching position in the NBA. Yeah, I think I think so too. And, and but this is my thing. I need some facts. Uh, if, the, if the Knicks had a, if, Nick, if the Knicks had the two brothers they got as the general manager, they would have hired Mark Jackson back when all this shit was going on. Mm-hmm. But being that Phil Jackson was in charge. Phil Jackson didn't want nobody to come and outstage him. Right. Mark Jackson would have outstaged him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and he didn't want that. So that's why he never asked Mark to come. Mm-hmm. He, he was, you know, look what he gave us, man. He gave us fucking uh, Kurt Rabbit that don't know shit about defense. Did he play defense in L.A.? No. <laughs> you know, he, 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 hacked he was good at hacking. And uh, uh, then you got Honda Jack. You know what I'm saying? He's not used to pressure crowds that demanding for him to step up and coach a goddamn thing. He don't know how to coach. I mean, he, I mean, he coached Phoenix. Mm-hmm. The new last out there, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers go out there for the heat. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, what, did he, what have he really done, man, besides to play for Utah all them years and shit and score buckets? That's all the fuck he did, man. Mm-hmm. He, I see him on the sideline back. He don't even know how to wear a fucking suit. He got that old goddamn fucking geriatric suit on. Get you some of mine. You know what I'm saying? Get you some goddamn uh, Ralph Klein or somebody, man. Mm. Put some good shit on. You know? Wow. Hey, man. He did beat ass coaching staff he got up there, man. Yeah, man. But the, but the reason I bring up the Mark Jackson thing is because of what happened in Golden State after, mm-hmm. they, let, yeah. after they let him go because of some religious thing yeah. that you know that was going on yeah. and all that and then since then nobody's even gave him a sniff since then but you know what man i think that's bullshit go to say um front office man that's bullshit they knew mark jackson was on the verge of having that team win some game yep. and instead of dealing with him they said we'll go out here and get whoever's the best candidate that we know that can um finish up what he has started yeah. right uh, we just don't want him because all they had to do is say, "Mark, we understand that you're a religious person. You, you know, you're studying religion and all that, whatnot. Uh, we would like that you don't try to persuade the players on what they should do. These are grown men under contract. Let them do what they want to do. You know, what I'm saying you can do all your religions you want, but we don't want it in the locker room. That's all they had to do. And being that he under contract, he would have to go by what they say or even walk." But Mark Jackson wasn't walking because he wanted to coach. Well, you think you know maybe, well, you think maybe they had that conversation with him and they, they didn't get the answer they wanted? I, I don't know, man, because them jokers, I looked at every last one of the motherfuckers in the front office when they got their ring, and they now want to look like they had balls enough to go to Mark Jackson like that. They did that sneaky underhanded shit huh. like Pat Riley did when he left the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? They, they fucking... Uh, 
uh, emailed him and told him, uh, yo, man, uh, we letting you go because of this, that, that. Um, just get your shit. If not, we'll have the police uh, bring it to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just escort him out the building. That's what happened, man. Nobody ain't going to tell the real shit, man. It's like paying him to keep his mouth shut, too. Word, word. But Mark Jackson ain't even talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So, and man, nothing surprises me, man. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like this, right? And everybody in New York, even Mark Jackson's mom will be at the game. Whenever Mark come and announce the game on TV. Mm-hmm. Everybody in New York, we want Mark. We want Mark. Mark's going to have to come to him later. Hey, man, put it in the hashtag, man. Get it going. Yeah, get it going, man. Hey, Chief. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm about to go to, I'm about to go there, man, and, and, and fucking get with uh, goddamn Dolan and say, you know, yo, man, you're young, you're young as hell. I've been a Knicks fan for 50 years now. You're young as hell. Let me show you the way, all right? I know you got all this motherfucking money. I don't want none of your money. I just want to show you the way. I want my team to be competitive. But I'm lying about the money. Yeah, I'm lying about the money part. Yeah, I'm lying about that. Because if these motherfuckers get successful, I want I want a nice piece of the chunk. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Chief. But anyway, man. Yeah, go ahead, man. Hey, uh, get up on out of here, man. You, you had a lot of time with us, man. Hey, Trey. What up? Trey, Trey. You know what? I'm about a motherfucking minute away from taking all your goddamn cards. Yankees, Nick, the West. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, you can't you take my you can't take my cards, man. You know why you I'm can't take my cards? Card. You, you know why I'm you can't take my cards? You, well, no, I've been a fan longer than you. You a baby fan compared to me? You a baby you know fan, man? nigga? Nah, man. Yeah. You a baby fan? I, I got I right. got these cards in my wallet, man. That's why you can't take them, man. I keep them in my wallet. I'm hard on that though. It's in his wallet. You know he's sitting on it. He, he keeps his wallet in his back pocket. I keep mine in my fuck pocket, man. So I'm going on that one because you, you just shit it all over your wallet. Hey, uh, <laughs> be safe, man. Ah, uh, man. Uh, oh, my God. Chief Rocker. Uh, yeah, we, we let's take one last break here. Come back. And uh, Hall of Fame finalists. Yeah. Discuss that. And uh, a couple other things that I, I got to get off my chest here. Uh, 240-532-2718 is the number to dial the show. It's Trey and Maestro with the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Studios Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Yeah. Pop tried to shut me down, cops tried to shut me down Haters wanna hit me up, 
when it's up on me and the boys. Her ass looks good in the dog, and she wants me to sneak in a building like Trojan or Troy. That's believing Trojans involved. Had slipped over the boy, oh boy, we rip crowns. Whole lot of volume and a little bit of bass. It's all it takes to make the place hit wild. Whole lot of style and a little bit of cake. It's all it takes to make us skate flip side. Sports Talk Podcast, Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the yep, house. Yep. Number to dial the show is 240-532-2718. What up, Deacon Dell? What up, man? Appreciate you in the chat room, man. Uh, Ray Lewis, Brian Dawkins, T.O., Randy Moss, Brian Erlacher. Man. And Bobby Bethard, and I can't think of the other guy's name off the top of my head, but. Man. Finalist for the Hall of Fame. Um, to me, there were three locks for me. Ray, T.O., and Moss, for me, were three locks. Yep. Um, Erlacher, I, and it's funny because I didn't realize that Erlacher had been out the league five yeah. years. Yeah. I did not didn't realize that. Either. And he grew a toupee f- for that also. Huh. I was like, whoa, this nigga got hair. Just for men, huh? Yeah, yeah. And um, and Dawkins, I'm I'm not upset. About yeah. Dawkins being in, um, I, I do believe for the length of his career, he was a fine, excellent player. Yeah, um, he definitely set an example. He set a tone in Philly for that defense for so many years. Um, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I would I wouldn't have been upset if he had to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been upset yeah. at that. But you know, 
Much respect to him. I'm just glad that T.O. got in. Yes, sir. Um, it's ridiculous that it's taken this long, but about damn time it happened. Cool. Um, no quarterbacks was interesting for me. Well, who was up? Um, I don't. I I I feel like I should have looked that list up. Yeah, because um, I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, well, let's look at let's some because Peyton's not up yet. Mm. Um. I'm trying to think who else. Um, yeah, I mean, really, it's just it's just Peyton, really. Um, hold on, let me find the the. I'm looking for the semi. Well, here's here's the quarterbacks that I'm thinking about, and I'm just thinking about guys that have been to a Super Bowl and hadn't won it. Matt Hasselbeck is 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 he a Hall of Famer? No. Donovan McNabb is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Okay. Is Mm, trying to think of who the other guys are. I mean, really, that's really it. Um, I mean, when you really think about it. I'm just, hold on, I got the list right here. I'm just trying to scroll real quick for any quarterbacks. It don't look like Is Vinny there. Testaverde a Hall of Famer? No. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I'm not even, I haven't even. I'm what makes, fan. what. There's, any, no, there's no even, there's no, there wasn't even no quarterback semifinal. And, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There really wasn't much. Of the yeah. litter to pick from, yeah. Unless you consider the guys I just named, yeah. What makes Donovan McNabb a Hall of Famer in your eyes? Um, Donovan McNabb is the third best quarterback in Eagle history. Um, I say Randall. Now, I would, hell, I would say the second, depending on how you feel about Ron Jaworski. I haven't seen Jaworski play, so um, I don't even know to really. Uh, Randall Cunningham, obviously. Give me a feeling. On Ronald that. Cunningham, Randall Cunningham, obviously, mm-hmm. and then Donovan McNabb. I mean, I guess some people would, some people might have said Ron Jaworski. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I'm not super familiar with Ron Jaworski, right? But um, he's the second best in Eagles history. Mm-hmm. Um, his his. Um, his run, along with Steve McNair, mm-hmm. Steve McNair's run, like he was, they was doing it around the same. Yep. I think if I think if Steve McNair gets in, then Donovan should get in. Yeah, I, I, I've debated this in my head for a while about Steve McNair, um, because he he came up in a time where running the football was, you know, part of the game, a, a, a big. Part of the game mm-hmm. before it started to turn into a passing league. I mean, the same. I mean, Mc- yeah. It's the same for McNabb. And um, he had nobody on his team. Let's be clear. Sure, receiver wise, receiver wise. Outside of that one year, Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. No. Uh, Greg Lewis. No. Yeah. You know. I, I. Yeah. I. I understand that, and I understand that those Eagle teams were some really, really good teams mm-hmm. in the early two thousands. Um, just to look at numbers per se. Four straight. Um, Four straight title game appearances. Yeah. yeah, can't can't you know can't knock that. Um, I, I I won't look at the. I'm not going to look so much at the playoff appearances for McNabb. I'm, I'm gonna just focus on his numbers real quick. Um, his running numbers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are. Um, off the top of my head, but they're pretty good. Um, passing yardage, I would say for that era, is a pretty good. Similar to McNair, I think McNair was like thirty-eight thousand, um, you know, 
passing yards. For McNair, that was good. Um, McNair also, I think, had 3,000 rushing yards total for his career, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I was putting up McNair's yeah, with, with, with those numbers, in the era that those guys played in, are definitely great numbers. Like you said, if 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 McNair got in, then I guess you got to put McNabb in. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not against them yeah, not getting see. in. Yeah. I'm not I'm not against them not getting in. I just think that with the changing of eras and the way the game is now compared to back then, yeah, but you, that's not how it, it's how, it's it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah, people you, people toy with it. And then the problem you also have is is that when these new guys come up, like this bunch just came up, guys from that two, early 2000s era, they got to wait, nah, unfortunately. But you, can't, you can't put – you can't compare – I think the Hall of Fame is based on how dominant those players were in their era. You can't compare – Eras. That's facts. Yeah, you can't compare eras and say, mm-hmm. well, and he don't throw the, he don't throw the way Aaron Rodgers throw. So right, he not. And that's why I say yeah. that's why I say I'm not against them getting in the hall. But what I think is happening as we move along into the future of the Hall of Fame, it seems like each and every year we have guys that come up that are just fresh out off of retirement i.e. Randy Moss, who deserves to be first ballot. Mm-hmm. But when you start getting those guys, it makes it tougher for guys that came from the early 2000s and did their work for their era I don't, to, I don't, to, to, to get in. Donovan is... That's why he's going to wait. Well, he's obviously, if, if, yeah, if, he retired when? His last season was in... What, 11, right? 11, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so but, I, but and, and that's my point. That's why guys like him and Steve McNair, rest in peace, are going to continue to wait this thing out. I mean, there was a lot of talk about Joe Jacoby, the offensive tackle yeah, for the Redskins. Yeah. Um, he was a part of the Hogs, right? Was yeah, he a part of that yeah. group? Uh-huh. There's a lot of talk about that, and people are fighting for him to get in, and... It's just no room. It's just no. It, it yeah. seems like each and Hell every wait. year, it's yeah, I, just I, I, no room. Well, well, who's like? But who's coming up now? Who's For next year, now? like Peyton Manning's obviously. Peyton is going to be maybe two, three two, more three years. years. Yeah. Next year, Ed Reed and thank you, Deacon Dell. Ed Reed's going to be up. Tony Gonzalez is going to be up. Mm-hmm. Chan Bailey's going to be up. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few other guys. There was a list that was online. Okay. And I, 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 can't remember the other names, but Tony Gonzalez, yeah. Locke, Ed yeah. Reed, Locke, Champ Bailey, I'm on the fence yeah, about, about, but I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, definitely a Hall but of I'm, Famer. But I'm on the fence about whether ballot. he's going to get in on the first ballot or not. I'm on the fence with him about that. And then maybe some of the others that, you know, that have been on the ballot for previous years, mm-hmm. maybe you do look at a Donovan McNabb at that point. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe Donovan you do McNabb, look at, yeah. you know, some of these other guys that are, that are up. I mean, because Heinz Ward hasn't made it yet. Yeah, Heinz Ward um, is Tony, still out there. Tony Baselli made it already. Tony Baselli, no, he didn't no, make it yet. Tony Baselli. Um, what's, the, what's the receiver? Greatest show on turf. Holt and uh, Bruce. Holt and Bruce. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Um, Falk is in. Right, Marshall yeah, Falk is in. Okay, in. yeah. Any any running backs that's out there on the list? Don't I don't think there is. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, yeah. When Adrian Peterson hangs it up, 
when his time comes up. Yeah, but he's first ballot. <laughs> yeah, but he's. I think he's gonna play for another year at least. Yeah, yeah I, I agree least. with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But when he when he's up, yeah, and when it's time for him to retire yeah, five years later, he's gonna get putting it. Putting a nip on it. To finally, thank you. Yep. And uh, Randy Moss is obviously a first ballot. Uh, Deacon Dell, do not mention Kerry Collins. Sure. In this conversation, what is it? I, I don't think he's serious about that. Come on, man! <laughs> Come on, man! Be Freaking Kerry Collins. Collins! Why? Because yeah. he went to the Super Bowl. Yes. Come on! Yeah. Come on, man! Because his Carolina career was fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. No, yeah. No. Like, come on. Cut it out. I mean, he was in the league a long time, but yeah, his, his, the dude yeah. bounced around. His a Carolina bit. career wasn't fire. I was being facetious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah. But um, but yeah, To glad he's in, man. Yeah. Um, somebody said something in the chat room about To. Um, I think it was RC. Um, not that comment. It was this one about yeah. She says uh, y'all noticed To wasn't at the ceremony. Yeah, we we noticed yeah. that. Uh, kind of disappointed in a sense. I'm not. I wish he was. I wish he was there. Um, I don't know if that's a confident I thing or not. I'm not. Y'all had to put me in. That that that's what's clear. They had sure, to put him sure, in. Sure, they had to put him I, in. I, I would I would like for Tio to be there. I, I'll see y'all when it's time for me to really be there. All right. Well, and I might not even go there just to be an asshole. I, that's I, how I feel. Yeah. Because that's how y'all treated me. Y'all was an asshole. Nah, I, look, nah I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. it doesn't change the fact that I, I'm disappointed that he wasn't I'm there. I'm disappointed. If he don't show up, cool. He could do his speech on, on IG Live. Uh, he says, did it have something to do with T.O.'s comments toward Ray Lewis last week? T.O. talked about Ray's off-the-field issues. Man, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't I even hear that that, that, that was happening. Yeah. But um, I would hope that T.O. ain't scared of Ray Lewis. Uh, well, I would hope. I would hope. I would hope nobody's scared of anybody, for that matter. Well, that's just not the truth. People are scared <laughs> of people. That, that's just the facts of life. Right. But, I mean... Let's not act like Ray's a punk here. I mean, no, I don't, I mean, I don't, no, I don't, think, none of, is, I don't think none of these guys are punks. Yeah, well, so. my point is is that I doubt that T.O. would not show up because of something he said about I doubt Ray Lewis. Like he was scared that Ray Lewis was going to pull up. I, I, I doubt that, like too. If he pull up, he pull up. Yeah, right, right. Um, and then he also said T.O.'s always line-stepping. He did the same thing to Marvin Harrison a couple years ago, but Marvin, who never says anything, clapped back at T.O. You got to put quotes on the clap. Because you know Marvin Harrison, that's mm. one dude you don't mess with, man. Yeah. That's another Philly guy. Yeah. By the way, don't don't mess with that guy. That dude might <laughs> might get somebody to set you up. Um. He also says, "Hell, they haven't elected Randall Cunningham into the Hall of Fame yet, and he belongs." Um, really? I want to take a look at his numbers too. I want to take a look at his like overall career, just and just to see exactly what he's talking about there. Uh, Deacon Dell says my favorite Giants quarterback helped the Ravens get the first Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I agree with that. Um, so what what else we got? Got to wrap. I guess the last uh, the last thing. (laughs) And uh, well, speaking of the Ravens, just one note: Ozzie Newsome is stepping down after this season. Um, that still doesn't get the fans riled up for this coming season, but. At least it's nice to know that they'll be moving into a new direction after the 2018 season, and we'll see exactly what the philosophy is, you know, moving forward. I kind of think, just based off that press conference, though, that um, the owner had last week, 
he basically put John Harbaugh as a lame duck coach for 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he said it. He said, I thought about firing Harbaugh, Mm -hmm. and then I had to, you know, get out of my emotions and, you know, really think logical from the standpoint. Mm -hmm. And look, look, you know me. I've said it from the jump. Should have just let him go. It's three years in a row you haven't been in the playoffs, four out of five years. But, I mean, if this is what it's going to be, then I think it's the perfect storm because DaCosta will come in as GM after this coming season. Mm -hmm. And if he wants to pick his own coach, if this season goes off the rails, let Harbaugh go. Let DaCosta pick his own guy. And, you know, let's let's move forward and uh, get it, you know, get it popping. Um, RC says, true, Trey. I should have said Harvin Marison. I I don't get that. Um, Deacon Dell, good riddance, Ozzy. Well, uh, let's not Deacon Dell. I know you, you big Raven fan too. Um, but let's not, not acknowledge what Ozzy has done for the franchise, let alone be a black man in a position for 20 something years. That's an accomplishment in today's sure. climate, but good riddance. Means it's, it's time to go. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It's time to go. Yeah. No question about it. But I'm just not gonna just kick him to the curb without acknowledging what he's done. I say kick him to the curb for the franchise. I say kick him to the curb and then do something nice for him the next season, like you know, a little presentation or something. But, but kick him to the curb sternly. But what's interesting is, is he's gonna still be in the building. All right. Well. Right. I would like to see him out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want you far away from the building as much as possible. Yeah, I, that, get that's, you. I get you. You know, and one one last thing, and it's non-sports related, and I'm sure everybody's seen the videos of Tisha Campbell and uh, Pam, mm-hmm. Tashina Arnold, and Martin, Mar- mm-hmm. or Marty Mar. Um. There's talks of reviving the Martin show. It looks yeah. like it's it looks like it's a done deal. They talking like it's a done they deal. They talking like it's yeah, like like she she did a bunch of interviews trying to keep quiet, but then we're seeing pictures in the video of them three of them together taking pictures and mm-hmm. you know kissing each other on the cheek and all that. So there's been talk about will the Martin reboot work? And I'll give you my perspective on it. Here's the thing about Martin's show that was so dynamic. Obviously, the relationship, the Martin and Gina relationship, was a big part of the show. But what was also a big part of the show was is that Martin dressed as like six, seven different characters on the show. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's so many characters that was on the show that it's like, if you bring the show back, and look, every reboot, it seems like nowadays, um, is more focused on the future, which is rightfully so. Um, but I just don't know if this is going to work from the standpoint that, um, A, Tommy's no longer here, rest in peace, um, even though I think you can write that into the show. Let me tell you the rumor I heard, and I, I pray, I pray. I, in fact, I'm going to pray tonight that this is not true. Richard T. Jones? No. Uh, uh, worse. There's a rumor. <laughs> I 
I just I heard this at work, so mm-hmm. I, I I haven't yeah, I haven't researched it. It's so ridiculous mm-hmm. that I don't want to research it. I'm just gonna go to the heavenly Father mm-hmm. and pray that this rumor is not true. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor that the Tommy character is gonna be replaced with Kevin Hart. And I'm gonna tell you something good. I'm just not gonna think about that. Yeah, that, 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 you know, I'm sorry. I had to, I'm sorry. I had to even bring it up to you. I'm sorry. Pressing now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, but it's a rumor that's going around. And uh, I'm when I when I say my prayers tonight, <laughs> I'm going on, on my side note. Please don't have this be a. Please don't have Martin. I mean, uh, Kevin Hart replace Tommy or any type of semblance of a character of Tommy. No, I don't even want to see Kevin Hart in this show. It's not a legitimate reboot. That that's the purpose of a reboot. Like I, I like I, I, I give you a good example. So when the cast of Full House did mm-hmm. the first season, it made sense. Even despite not having the twins there. It worked. It worked because the kids grew up. They grew up in the house. Yeah. The name of the show fits in yeah. with the plot. Yeah. And I never watched the show. The I parents. Yeah, yeah, Debbie they, likes the show. Okay. So you know, that's fine. But um, but look, no, it works. It yeah. works for that show. Sure. Because it's a legitimate reboot. All the characters are back. They're mm-hmm. grown up. Yeah. They're focused on the future. And despite not having the twins there, which was a major part of mm-hmm. Full House, it works. I think the best thing they did was go to Netflix and not go to like go to ne- and, and, and go to yeah. Netflix. And I think they're like on that. season three or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So it works for them. And then you got all these other shows that have kind of rebooted. Um, I'm not a Will and Grace fan, but. I recognize that that show came back. Yeah, um, Roseanne is supposed, supposed to be, be coming, coming out in March. I heard that Fresh Prince is supposed to be doing an animated series. An animated series, yeah. So a kind of a reboot, kind of a thing. Yeah, but they're obviously they're able to do it because it's a cartoon. It's not, okay. you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But to the Martin point, mm-hmm. um, to my understanding, Cole is still beefing with Martin. They don't like each other. That's yep. one. Yep. Two, um. <laughs> I'm sorry, we got to go this go this way at the end of a, at the end of the show. Gina accused Martin of sexual harassment. Yeah, and that's the part that everybody's confused about because it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're minus fifteen million dollars in the hole. Let's not get to the money part. No, I understand, but no, because because we have to deal with the sexual harassment first before you go to the money thing. You accused Martin of sexual harassment, and and, and he was accused of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You did, and got you, an order of protection yeah, against him. You weren't on the show for the majority of season five. Yep, because you accused him of sexual harassment. And had that not happened, there would be a season six, a season seven, maybe. But the point is, is that how did? The same, the, the same types of um, situations that may or may not have led to sexual harassment are going to happen in this show because they're still married. Mm-hmm. They're, you know what I'm saying? Those things are still... Right. Those situations on camera happen. Despite the fact that it's been 20 years. Yeah, like you're years. still going to kiss mm-hmm. Martin. You're still going to be kissing. You're right. still going to be doing those types of things right. on camera. I, look. 
Long story short, <laughs> long story short, and, and, I, and I let you get to the mm-hmm. to the, the money issue. Mm-hmm. Long story short is I is no way that I could. Um, you accuse me of sexual harassment. That's the end of our. I, I don't hate you or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. That's the end of our working relationship. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, no that's matter how, of, no matter how many years. That's the end goes of our. By. That's the end of our working relationship. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can bump into you at an award show. Peace. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah. It's peace. Mm-hmm. But that's the end of our working relationship, especially mm-hmm. doing the same exact thing that mm-hmm. we were doing. What about like a reunion show? No, because it's okay. still, it's, okay. it's the same exact thing that we were doing. Well, no, I, I, What's I just your show. Well, I, you mean the whole re- I, reminiscent thing? I'll give you. I'll give an example, and this is one of this is one show that I think would work good with a reboot. But the cast of Living Single had an hour special where everybody came back and they were discussing everything that went on when they did the show oh, okay. in previous okay, years. Okay, yeah, it was sure. an hour special. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, I think yeah, I think some I think something like but that, I don't care about that would work. I mean yeah, I get you. I get you. Sure. Yeah, I, I would I, I care something sure. about that. Sure. I mean like I guess that. I'd watch it, but that's but that's you talking about one show as opposed to an attempt to do a series a sitcom, of shows. A series. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm but I'm saying like in a sense of, you know, once you accuse me of sexual harassment, there is no more working relationship mm. but if i ran across you at an award show hey i could dap you up what up you yeah. know high bye God bless you a reunion show if it's, if it's an hour special okay i don't see anything wrong with that versus like you said happening to do a series mm-hmm. of shows or okay. seasons or whatever but it, it it begs the point that i don't think well i don't want to say i don't think she hasn't and I think she needs to do this. She being Tisha Campbell, she needs to address, you know, that whole situation. I think and why it's gotten up to this point. Because I don't think none, nobody's heard her story about this. Because the last time I checked, prior to seeing those pictures and that video, they weren't talking. Yeah, you know, they yeah. were still beefing. Last yeah. I heard, now all of a sudden I see you kissing a man on the cheek. And all this stuff, you, yeah. you got to address that. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. You 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 have to address that. Yeah. And and as far as the whole you know minus fifteen million dollar thing, look guys, we're still talking about net worth. So she might have a few businesses here and there. She might have her nightclub. She might have stocks and you know royalties from my wife and kids from Martin and all this stuff. But the reality is is that it's we're still talking about net worth which is your assets um, minus your debt, if I'm getting that formula right. I believe you are. And if that's the case, it's minus $15 million, and they file for bankruptcy from, you know, stuff I read, Mm -hmm. then that's what she's worth. Forget that she got the assets. That's cool, but... But but when I... And and you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. But does that mean she can't live her day-to-day? Oh, uh, let, let, let's define uh, like like let's define broke because right. at the end of the day, with while you're right in the terms of business, um, your mm-hmm. net worth is your assets, right? Against your and I'm actually defend I'm actually defending Tisha Campbell yeah. in the sense I don't because, think she broke because folks are saying, oh, now she want to do something with yeah. Martin because she broke. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not with that narrative. Yeah, all that. Yeah, I don't think she I'm broke. just more. But of, I do think she needs to change her net worth. 
Right. Yeah. And that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. If you if this is what you do as an actress, you got to do what you got to do. A lot of a lot of guys are out of work. A lot of actors and actresses are out of work. Yeah. So they have to do this. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to follow that narrative, but she does she needs to address why you and Martin so tight again. Yeah. She 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 really needs to address that. So what say you? You you down for the Martin reboot or nah? I am not down for the reboot, but it will generate buzz. Definitely. I am not for the Martin reboot. And I swear to goodness, Martin, you are a legend to me, a hero. If you do this reboot and put Kevin Hart on this damn show. They better not. And you allow them to put Kevin Hart on this damn show. That's ridiculous. Playing anything in any semblance of Tommy. It's a Man, Kevin Hart, if he's gonna put Kevin Hart in this show, it better be Kevin Hart needs totally to be different. a separate yeah, character. Don't, don't. He needs to be a separate. character. Don't even give me the impression that he's trying to be Tommy. Tommy's death needs to be written yeah. into the reboot. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a reboot. It ain't gotta be. It don't even gotta be that Tommy died. It could be Tommy moved somewhere, or you know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah. Please don't do that. If there's one black show, and I'll end it with this, if there's one black show that I would like to see do a reboot, it's what I mentioned earlier, Living Single, for a few reasons. Number one, everybody's alive. Mm. That's the, that's the more important thing. Number two, they all cool with each other. Ain't so, nobody. So we know. So as far as we know, yeah, they all cool with each other. And number three, I think you got a good plot. It don't have to be living single, obviously, no more. It could be living married. Everybody, because Overton and Sinclair were still married when the show went off, uh-huh. right? Khadijah. I, I'm not Khadijah. The Maxine, Maxine and, and Kyle, yeah. weren't they? I, I know they were together. They were I together. Know. I just yeah. don't remember if they broke up toward the end or not. But yeah. you have that. And then Khadijah, she got her man. Regine, she could get her man. And they all live in the same brownstone kids and all that stuff i think something like that okay. would work mm. for them just you know just just my two cents uh monica says um nah kyle look creepy now yeah he does look creepy oh, i haven't <laughs> seen him i don't even know what's the, what's the dude name um tc carson oh yeah yeah tc okay. carson i don't know what he looks like though yeah yeah, yeah. i right. think monica i think in that reunion show they had a few years ago is where he looked a little you know yeah. a little suspect there yeah. Um, she also says they had a baby. Who? Who, who had a baby? Overton and Sinclair, I would assume. If you're talking about Olivia, like Sinclair. within the show, within the yeah, show, like the or show. Really? Yeah, oh, I okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember. Like toward the end, I don't even remember how Living Single I'll be ended. Honest, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember how none of these shows ended, but Fresh Prince and Martin. I remember how Martin ended. Um. Those only two shows I remember how it ended. Yeah. You know what's a mystery to Max me? Max and Kyle had a baby? Max and Kyle. Oh, had... I didn't know that. Like in real life? No, I think in the show. Oh. I think in the show they had a baby. I, and even I don't remember that. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of black shows I don't remember yeah, their yeah. endings. Like I, Family Matters. I'm not, I still don't. I don't remember I still either. haven't oh, no, seen no, the last episode. I, I know that they got married. I don't know. Was it the last episode, though, that Steve and Steph- Noah got married? No, Steve. S- Urkel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because I, I heard that Stefan, he became Stefan nah, and he married. No? Nah, it was Steve Urkel. It was? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 
I don't ever recall watching the last episode of that show. I, I, I really don't. And then there's other shows that there were cliffhangers, but they never yeah. continued the seasons because they, you know, it got canceled and all that. All right, folks, we appreciate everybody uh, that joined in, in the chat room tonight and out there listening. Um, here you go, Chief. In the damn this, show. In the damn show, right in the head. <laughs> this nigga. In the show for Trey. Trey. He, he, he trolling right now. All right, so go in the show. He, he, he trolling right now. I'm not even going to address that. That's an upgrade. Uh, in the show, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, yo. Listen, listen, folks. Um, we're on social media. Um, I'm I'm on Instagram personally at Trey Frazier. He's on Instagram at Maestro Styles, and as the podcast at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're all on IG. Um, the Facebook page. Make sure you check that out. We got videos of when we do the podcast. We post them up online there on the Facebook page. Make sure y'all check that out. We got the Twitter handle at Barbershop S P O R two. Check us out on Twitter as well. And if you want to check out this whole episode on demand, you go to xsquadaffiliates.com. You can go to Google Play Podcasts. And you can go to Apple Podcasts on your iPhone. So that's it, folks. Mocha, have a great evening. You do the same. Maestro, peace out. Next week, got a brand new show. Football's over, man. Yeah, man. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. And Tom Brady. I want your wife. You want you want Giselle. <laughs> uh, now I wish I had that video. Nah, Sunday, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I, 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 I wish. think I'm gonna chop it up. You, you need to get that uh, yeah. from Juella, man. De- definitely, definitely. All right, folks, we're out. Peace out. Have a good week. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. How did your boys? Philly. Philly. Philly.
Philly. Number one sound system worldwide. Y'all know what it's hitting for. Back in position. Once again, we like to thank you all for tuning in. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.